0: back to Steam-Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 62, Gen Con Shenanigans. Especially now that, that Eli's not here <laughs> to suck away the good internet, apparently. He can move to Eli's.
1: Okay. <laughs> Eli hogging no, the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi hoarder,
2: Wi-Fi slut.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: that was an awkward science. Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels <laughs> podcast. I mean, I was, I, I, podcast. We talk about things I, kind of like a radio, but it's episodic. Therefore, podcast. We, we we send it to you in pods.
1: We cast the pods out onto the ether and hey,
0: so pods. I just realized. Are we pod this? people. Yes, yes, what Nate just said. Are, are we the pod people? Everyone look behind your left ear.
1: We're the vanilla pod people.
0: Ooh, oh, we're expensive. Ooh. Yeah. Also makes us some beans. That, yeah, that, that's
3: accurate. He got Yuck. Nate's
2: attention. <laughs> I could see the neuron fire in his head.
3: Neuron <laughs> activation. Beans. The single, beans. The single one?
2: The single neuron. No, it's the bean neuron. He's got like the a bean dozen. The <laughs>
3: a dozen bean
1: neurons the neurons specifically for the bean neurons
3: specifically for the beans yeah
2: you got about a dozen different neurons for different things the bean neuron fired off that's probably one of the stronger ones (laughs) yeah it's the dominant it's the
0: alpha
3: (laughs) (laughs) we're about
4: a
0: podcast are we is that what we are i thought we were a bean podcast
2: i uh, you could obviously hear the asterisk in my voice (laughs) or <laughs> I said
4: Malco. <laughs> <laughs> we're, li- we're a lifestyle podcast. <laughs> we're a <laughs> lifestyle.
2: Uh, we're we're going to be talking about uh, our Gen Con experience this year, as we, I think, do every year. Because it's oh, easy so content. Or so we say. For well,
1: the third time, yes.
2: I'm sure we'll go off into other content, as we do. We just can't stop talking about other things. It's, it's part of our charm.
1: It's what makes us a lifestyle podcast.
2: That's what makes us the best Malifaux podcast, because we're willing to talk about other things.
1: Because we're willing to get derailed?
2: Oh, yeah. Anyways, Gen Con just happened last week, technically, because we're talking on a Saturday. It was a bit of a thing. Some cards got stolen. That was in the news.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, it yeah.
0: It wasn't us.
1: <laughs> it wasn't us. There are it, two it suspects. Also They're both from New York.
3: It was also surprisingly not Lorcanna. <laughs> That was uh, that
2: was honestly my first guess when I heard about it. I was like, "Oh, so yeah, just-
3: that was what I thought too." Uh,
2: yeah,
1: no. According to police reports, it was Magic the Gathering. So,
2: yeah. oh, the other, the other standard, ones.
3: Yeah. Oh no!
1: Thirty thousand dollars of Magic the Gathering cards. So you know, five of them.
0: Yeah, like really? five packs. I saw three hundred thousand. So, oh, like yeah. ten of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I figured Lorcana would be a little bit smarter because that's Disney and Disney just sends lawyers after you, but everyone knows what happens when you piss off Wizards of the Coast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Pinkertons, let's go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hope you don't like your kneecaps, boys.
3: <laughs> yeah, honestly, who's who's stealing who's stealing magic cards in this <laughs> environment? Like we have confirmed Pinkertons from Watsy, like You're you're gonna steal cards after knowing that? <laughs>
1: And, like, you know there Very are cameras brave. all over that convention space, like...
3: Maybe it's the thrill. It's the thrill did you of the somehow,
1: heist. Did you somehow think they weren't going to ID you?
2: Okay. Uh, so, besides uh, headline news, that just is the talk of the, everyone. The towns. The talk of the towns. Every town.
1: <laughs> multiple towns. At least one town. Um,
2: I find it enjoyable when I completely fuck up an idiom or a saying or some kind and just roll with it, because I, I hate to or admit that my ambience. brain my brain barely functions most of the time. But all right. The best four days in gaming? Yes. for being an asterisk, because uh, we aren't beholden to just those four days. Vic and I showed up early on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We got to hang out with Roman before... Even yeah. Gen Con prep. Yeah, that was, that was gross. I yeah, it. just Roman. Just Roman? Just Roman. <laughs> There's no one else there.
1: Because we know we all know that Eli is a figment of Roman's hey, imagination. Hey, Eli. Let,
0: let's be clear. They wanted to hang out with the cats. That's the whole reason <laughs> Doug and Vic were here.
1: I mean...
0: Gen Con is, a, is a convenient cover.
1: <laughs> if you've seen Roman's cats, you would understand.
0: It's true. They're good cats.
1: They are a cats, they look.
0: Yes, they are. If you want to see my cats, jump in our Discord.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, R- Roman because Eli, do you live at Roman's house? Do you live at Roman's house, Eli? Do you live at Roman's? Okay. House? No. Sorry, no, I I don't. you don't.
5: Are we at Gen Con right now?
2: <laughs> no, I we're not. We're
5: talking about the past, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> Congratulations on a new job, by the way. Yeah. Thank. Welk. Anyways, uh, did we do anything interesting on Tuesday besides pet cats and sleep on the floor? Uh, all we slept that, on the floor. I drove. think it was
0: yeah, it was it was mostly that and driving recovery.
2: Yeah, it's a 7-hour yeah. trip for us. Technically Ugh. 8 hours if you consider that we moved into Eastern time cuz Indiana's like that.
0: Hang on. We we did one other very important thing. We recorded live character ah, creation.
1: Yeah. That's <gasps> right. Yeah. That hasn't been oh, released sh- yet, though.
4: Shit! Yeah. I
2: have that. I have that somewhere on the laptop. Somewhere, I should probably go ahead and make sure that I still have that, because that would really suck if I left it somewhere.
1: Mm.
2: Not gonna panic. Please don't, panic. don't
1: make me cry on this recording.
2: No, I will cry first.
1: Well, I'll cry. It'll be a group therapeutic cry. Huh. Finally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Okay.
1: <laughs> it's there. Good. I don't have to lean over to see down the stairs and throw something at you.
2: I, I didn't save it, but Audacity recovered it for me.
0: Oh! Oof. Thank you, Audacity. Whee!
2: Yep, yeah, I feel like I, probably my battery ran at some point while it was open.
0: That would make sense. Future Steam Powered Scoundrels episodes brought to you by Audacity, saving our
2: asses. (laughs) Thank you, open source
3: Audacity.
2: You have saved us all. Anyways, yeah, we recorded character creation with everyone except Nate, but Nate was also there.
3: Yes, I was phoned in. Yes. Yep, as usual, phoning in the content. Jeez. I say painting while we're doing this recording.
2: You you have you have you paint very very fast. I should probably be painting because I'm not gonna have my alcohol boys ready for next weekend by far. Uh, I'm gonna try and get as much of them done as I can though. I'm playing Brewmaster now, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah th- technically, we're nice. going on a tangent, but this is still a Malifaux related tangent. Hooray! That's it. I'm 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 playing Brewmaster for the time being. One because I need to branch out to other. Uh, keywords i've kind of there's just not anything exciting going on with tony right now just kind of mostly been stagnant with the exception of the title so uh, let's move out to one of the billions of keywords i have and haven't painted
0: i haven't said this out loud but it it kind of occurred to me of you jumped from one faction's tank tar pit beat stick to another (laughs) faction's tank tar pit beat stick
2: I will actually mostly focus on underplayed stuff. If I don't specifically have a theme I particularly like, or if I'm just handed a f- f- the f- journalist keyword,
0: <laughs> that's fair. I mean, o- other than th- than that previously mentioned keyword, you have excellent taste, I have to say. Yep.
2: Uh, the only thing I'm missing now is like a is like a keyword in Rezzers that I going to play, and that's mostly because experimental is quite a few models. That is uh, mostly a case of like no one seems to be playing Dougie, and also his name is Doug. Yeah, yeah.
1: I and have I, a good number of experimental models.
2: Oh yeah, you do. I still because want because a lot th- of
1: them cross over with Forgotten.
2: I still want the third-eyed core box though, because sure. I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't like hat on a plate, Dougie. That's
3: fine. And those
2: flush constructs do look really good in that box. Yeah, in, in like do. a horrible way. Those chonky boys, the vomiting boys. Barfy men. But, uh, yeah, I guess I do also have the outcast tank tar pit and Von Schill. Um, uh, and then I have the entire we have the entire explorer's keyword except for some title boxes. And then for ten thunders, I just got everything for King Gong and I have most of the, uh, yeah, uh, honeypot keyword, except for, like, one box. And that was entirely because uh, I needed the Lynch model for reasons we'll get into later. Anyways, that was Tuesday night. Gone over character creation. Had to completely change what I was planning on doing, but that was fine because I went with an old standby that apparently everyone fucking loves.
3: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Yep. Yep. So, Wednesday, then.
1: Wednesday. The second. Wednesday.
2: We woke up on Roman's floor. <clears throat> had our, on an air mattress. On an air mattress. No, I'm like vaguely hinting <laughs> that all of us woke up on Roman's floor.
0: I mean, um, yeah, it was, it was the it was the Butter Gang cuddle pile. It was Naturally. a
2: large air mattress, and I wasn't invited. Well, Should have gotten here there. Yeah, that's like, true. that's on, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we eventually actually we left relatively early to go do help set up. Where we didn't... Yep. We're, honestly, we weren't needed a whole ton for setup. Yeah, but... You were there,
3: and that's what matters.
2: I mean, both setup and teardown has enough people volunteering that there is a decent amount of standing around time. I like doing it, though, still, because I get to see all the stuff before everyone else does. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: and While awesome they were doing that, I uh, woke up very early to start a fire and then smoke a large brisket. Uh, which we then ate that evening, and it was delightful.
2: I didn't eat all of it, though.
0: Not quite all of it, no. But for a what started out as a fifteen-pound brisket, we we made a big dent in that.
2: We it basically had
0: the the point and like one sandwich left of the flat.
2: So yeah, we did that. We paid off oh, thirty-two dollars for setup because parking is atrocious. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was of the stupid opinion that they wouldn't start jacking up the prices of parking until the con actually started. <laughs> oh, they know. Well, Silly now me. Now
1: we know better. Now we know.
2: Kindly ask someone to drop us off next time. I'll pay you. Not $32, though. <laughs> unless unless you deserve a tip. Anything else happened on Tuesday? I think a, a certain person arrived no longer.
3: On Wednesday, yes. On Wednesday, or, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, we ended up just waiting for Sean to get off work, because it was very convenient, so we drove in and arrived late-ish Wednesday night. Pretty uneventful. We,
1: uh, we checked into our hotel.
3: Oh, God.
2: I, I've already kind of blocked out the hotel. The hotel. <laughs> the hotel. <laughs> It was. It was. that memory. It was bad. I mean, we checked into a relatively shady hotel last year because it was cheap and near Romans, and they like doubled, like two point five times their daily rates between last year and now. I'm assuming so they could fleece people for Gen Con. But yes, uh, you do. Yeah, that was no longer feasible, so we found another cheap place nearby, and it was like legitimately terrifying. Yeah, the the only thing that like was weirdly comforting is the fact that it appeared to very obviously be under renovation, so you could kind of dismiss some of the garbage on the floor.
1: <laughs> all all the drywall.
2: Yeah, all the all the drywall on the floor, um, and like half, not I even mean half, more more than half the rooms were like open. Just cracked open, yeah. Yeah, just cracked open. Very obviously you couldn't stay in there, but now the worst part was the fact that there was one staircase we were allowed to use unless there was a fire. That staircase was out in the open and effectively made out of lawn furniture? With how shaky it was?
1: Um, Yeah, if you've ever been off of one of those really tall diving boards, it's the stairs to one of those.
0: Oh, Oh. Yeah, it was... Okay. Concern. Yeah.
1: It held that up seems... underneath Doug with our suitcase, though, so after that, it was a little bit more confidence-inspiring, but it was... Yeah. It
2: didn't smell terrible. It smelled weird, but not it terrible. It smelled like hairspray,
1: is what it smelled like. Oh, yeah, okay. But, like, it wasn't... The pee stairs. ...from last year, and we didn't hear anybody having sex in the hallway.
3: (laughs) So
2: good. There
1: was a cigarette burn in our sheets.
2: It's okay, they changed those never. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, We asked them them to change it the day we we got there, because... ...I at the very least don't want to get charged for a set of sheets that we didn't ruin... Which they never changed. And then I just assumed the next day that they would do normal housekeeping things that.
1: And they didn't.
2: Like every hotel does. And by the time I asked about it, it's like, oh no, you have to tell us. Also, housekeeping's out, no, so we're not going to do it.
3: (laughs) Good. Good, good, good.
2: Fuck them. Um, And like the the security on the door was incredibly, incredibly awful. You know how you look at like. The, the plate on a door that the lock is supposed to go into and fit nice and snugly, right? It was basically just a square cut out of the metal frame. So the door, you could just wiggle it really, really hard. And I'm sure it had like very, very little to actually stop anyone from breaking into it. So we put all the locks on <sighs> for once. Anyways, that was our shitty hotel, and we're probably just going to... There's a place nearby that's, like, you got to rent it for a week, Yeah, this is an
1: extended stay, yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's also, uh, cheaper than what we paid for this one. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna do that next time. Yeah. Seems reasonable. We've got off track talking about a hotel room. Anything interesting that happened on Wednesday? What'd What'd you... What'd you do, Eli?
5: Nothing. Okay. Since
3: probably packed for his move.
5: I did most of that on Tuesday. Okay. I helped lift um, a box.
1: I had a oh. job interview. Yeah. Nice. Which I got. So. Yeah. yeah. That was. That was kind of nice. I guess. It was
2: extremely good news to hear. Yes. Before recon. Because we were worried about that. But Victoria's got a job now. A new Yay. job, hopefully, probably, probably better than Wells Fargo because Wells Fargo is not exactly good quality work.
1: I mean, I expect it to be about on par with Wells Fargo, honestly. Okay. Um, it's a my job. My personal, my personal experience at Wells was not bad. Um, there, there are obviously complaints like there are about any workspace, but like overall, I personally was treated pretty well. I can't say that that was the same experience for everybody, of course. But
2: well, some people got a uh, a lot of forgiveness for all the shit they tried to pull. And I'm also thinking, before you moved downtown, it was a worse experience for you. But anyways, we're getting oh, sure, way too. Yeah. But anyway,
1: too yeah, cut that.
2: We can no, absolutely not. We're going to talk about the actual con now. Enough
3: preamble. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to steam-powered Scouts. This has been a cold, (laughs) the
0: second cold open. Let's go, (laughs) the lukewarm open.
4: Ah, ah, yeah.
0: We've had one cold open, yes, but what about second cold open? (laughs) We're the worst. Okay,
1: what are you talking about? We're the best.
2: You're right. Wednesday. Uh oh.
4: Wednesday Thursday night. Thursday.
2: I know. I know. I'm just realized. Forgot something on Wednesday night. And this is, we never got our badges uh, due to a typo. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, both of it, Vic and I had enough volunteer shifts that we were getting badges from Weird. Thank you, Weird. But the email that went out to say, "Hey, meet us here at this hotel lobby during this time to get your badges," uh, they typed an ampersand, which on a mobile device looks like the number eight. And so what we thought was 6.30 to 8.30 was 6.30 to 7.30. Uh, Oops. And you kind of need that badge, you know, to get in, get in to yeah. Gen to the Con. con. Yeah. yeah. So, mild panic there. But we were promised we'd get a hold of it before Gen Con really started. Hi, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. She's so chill. Anyways, Thursday morning. Thursday. Thursday. We go in early to meet up with the weird employee to get our stuff. They weren't there. Ran across the uh, the entire convention area and then had to go run back to the other side of the convention area to finally get our stuff. But we got our stuff. Hooray.
4: Yay! Hooray.
2: So, and then there's this, you know, the usual, like... Was it referred to the running of the nerds running of the nerds, the running of the nerds, the mass of semi-washed bodies (laughs) going into the dealer's area because people need the cool stuff as soon as possible. Uh, Side note, thank you, weird, for not having Gen Con exclusive stuff. For like, for the most part, there was just, I think that no, those are still available online Has Mm -hmm. has anything ever been like con only.
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Thank you, most guys. stuff, most stuff rolls around at least at Black Friday or Easter. So,
5: as far as I'm aware, the only exclusives they've ever had have been like very early on um, Kickstarter exclusives. Mm. Like was it wasn't uh, what's her name for a long time exclusive? Uh, Hannah. Oh, the oh, that one. Oh, uh, the Vault through Hannah. the breach Hannah. Yeah.
2: But I had a volunteer shift. Uh, and I was not able to get through the door before uh, the running of the nerds, so I had to sit in that group of people. That was anxiety inducing. I hid um,
1: in an upstairs hallway.
3: <laughs> Very wise.
2: Uh huh. Did it, either of you guys decide to do that, or just hang back like smart people?
3: No, I was actually in it. I don't think I've ever been in it before, so I was in it. Not. Not not because I particularly wanted to be, just because I had nothing else going on that morning. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Well, I'll wait for the wait for the dealer hall to open. I guess I'll be in this pile of nerds," which was kind of funny because as we were as Katie and I were standing there in the the mass of people, we were we were next to these two gentlemen um, who we had met, I think, at Will Call last year, who happened to recognize us, and I was like, "Oh yeah." I remember you. <laughs> That's awesome. You're very memorable, crazy mate. random happenstance. But yeah, they're pretty cool. I think they're like teachers or something. They were cool people. Nice.
0: Uh, Eli and I were not in the running of the nerds, uh, because literally a hundred feet before we pulled into the parking garage, uh, Eli goes, shit, I've lost my, or I, I forgot my badge. Um, so we did a very quick drop Doug and Victoria off and also... Yeah, Nate was. You were in my, my car that day. No, nope. you weren't. No, nope. yeah. Okay, no. So yeah, we we drop Doug and Victoria off. Ela and I do a circle back to the house, grab badge, and come back. Um, and everything was good. Like we didn't miss anything because none of us had events that day or that that morning because that of early, various yeah. things. Um, but yeah, we just walked into Weird a little later. And honestly, having done Running of the Nerds before and not being a person there for like, oh my god, I need con exclusives, like, that was way chiller. Just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna walk in and uh go bother Kyle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As you do. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Okay, so I had my customer service shift, the one customer service shift I had for Gen Con right at the you know, running of the nerds and i kind of enjoy that because it's fun to talk to people about the game and the nice thing about the, the 10 o'clock is the people that are showing up are, are weird fans so you can kind of chit chat with them about stuff and there's less of a hey is this person interested in this game at all or are they just literally cutting through it because weird didn't put up like a wall to keep people from just using it as a shortcut or or what um but once that settled down, then a couple people started perusing. It's still fun to, to chat people up about the game. I especially really like talking about Through the Breach, because not everyone uh, the volunteers is familiar with Through the Breach, and I'm just very excited for that game, as we'll get into earlier. Um, later? I mean, later. Fuck. <laughs> Told you my but brain
5: doesn't work. earlier. Once we go back in time.
0: Yeah, Doug, Doug is not experiencing time in linear fashion today. It's a new thing he's trying. Incredibly brave.
5: Anyways,
2: uh, what was uh, what was everyone doing that morning, noon-ish time?
1: Roman and I had a cosplay panel, um, yep. which was okay,
4: I guess. Yeah, I, I thought we got um, some
0: decent tips and yeah. tricks out of that one.
1: I had to duck out a little bit early to make it for my volunteer shift with Weird, but um, not by much.
0: Yeah, this was the Art of Cutting Corners, so it was all about... As you're doing cosplay, where can you save yourself time, money, or effort and still have it look good? Mm -hmm. Um, I would highly recommend it for anybody, especially getting into cosplay and worrying, like, oh no, like, this isn't going to be perfect. I could never do it.
1: Oh no, like screen accuracy.
0: Exactly. And and I love that, like, her through line through the whole thing was there are details people aren't going to notice because they don't consciously notice it in the movies or wherever you're getting it from all you need and and here's how you can kind of here's the line and the tricks that you can do to say it totally looks like that i promise and it makes it look good even if it if it's not exact um and that kind of stuff and also the uh plan out where your break lines are for when you run short on time what you can cut (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, no, I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I totally, I, I, my app I was going to take notes on didn't open, so I just took them all as a note and <laughs> and, and texted it to Vic.
1: Yep. Which is, which is fine.
0: It, it worked.
2: <laughs> so, Vic and I basically just changed hands on the uh, mm-hmm. customer service thing, um and i went and sat down because feetsies hurtsies after standing on, f- on them for four hours but also thank you weird again for the soft little puzzle pieces that would i would not be able oh, to yeah. do that because th- i would be dead
1: yeah on the concrete absolutely.
2: yeah not. but i found a nice i found a like the best spot in a particular hallway to sit down for some reason it was vacant uh roman eventually found me and so did nate we had some snacks Mm-hmm. And some, and so I got some lunch from from Roman, and we just, what we just kind of fucked around for a couple
0: hours. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point we were basically waiting for Megan and Sean uh, to be free, because then we all went to uh, Demon Hunters, a comedy of terrors for an RPG. So we can do that now. We can but talk before about that,
5: that. Eli did things. Oh, yes, yeah, Kelly, Eli, like a... Eli did things. I, I just had a uh, a volunteer shift um, from like 12 to 4. So I was uh, helping run the, uh, the Bayou Bash game. And nice. I only had one group of people signed up, I think. Okay. But it was still pretty fun.
2: I think we talked about this before, but the one problem Bayou Bash has is it's right next to Vagrant Song.
1: Yeah. In the event hall. Yeah.
2: It's a good game. Just, it's a fun game. It's just I think not current Con, Con. song. Gen Con's less about fun party games and more about hey, I want to spend hours upon hours and upon hours into this one game, kind of thing.
1: A I bit. Know, I, like I need to drop a hundred dollars on a video game
0: today.
2: Okay, Demon Hunters. It was all of us: Sands, Victoria, a couple other friends that aren't recording with us.
0: Yes, uh, this is something that. Starting at least a few Gen Cons ago, uh, we just kind of started kind of doing every year, at least some of us. Uh, it's put on or run by the, the Zombie Orpheus crew, uh, which, if you've ever seen The Gamers, Darkness Rising, or any of their other things, uh, it's those guys. If you haven't, go watch The Gamers and The Gamers Darkness Rising. They are very fun, and you can find them on YouTube. But yeah, this is. Uh, a game, it's a fate hack, and it is designed around the idea of basically every mythological, magical thing is real in the regular day, but a lot of the people involved in it are essentially set up as secret agent like crews that keep things in line. And normally you go in and you are playing one of these teams, and bad things are happening. Um, I think the favorite one, for me at least, that I'd done previously, is you are playing the, like, bottom-of-the-barrel crew that they don't trust to go get ice cream for the, the rest of the team. The garbage um, crew. Yeah, and you're you're there, like, trying to make sure that the, like, vampires and werewolves are, are not <coughs> just exploding everything as they have some kind of a palaver. Um, and that was previous... This year, uh, we were all playing essentially in the Matrix, uh, because each of these crews has a little, like... An android. (laughs) An android, yeah, of various forms, and we were all playing the androids, except what happened is something cut off the network, so we were playing the androids who aren't in their bodies. They're in the, like, network that they all share, and we were trying to figure out why. So, I was a kangaroo
2: i was i was waiting for Nate to ch- jump in because he was really happy with the character he got
0: oh
3: yeah <laughs> i forgot for a second my i was a literal fan i was i was i was the fan
2: you were like an eighties van oh yeah
3: like a seventies van like oh the, okay. wizard, the wizard mural on the side and everything It was fucking dope I had fan powers
2: <laughs> i i was the defect like i had a, a Slight disagreement with the guy running it exactly what floor model meant, but everything else on the card was like, "Hey, you're the th- you're the guy that ev- like every single child with greasy Cheeto fingers has touched, like the the old N sixty four demo games from Target back in the 90s um And so you've you, you you got some quirks. You're not exactly uh top of the line. You're not quite working correctly. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, what what did Eli play?
3: Saint i Libori played the problems. punk robot ah yes
5: the anarchist with the uh the special modification that we will talk about later if we get to that point of it <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> uh who else do we have at our table Oh,
0: uh, let's see we had megan and sean megan was the shape changer yep she was she was effectively a ditto when when things first happened, because she wasn't sure what was going on, and then changed as necessary. Yeah. Um, oh, Sean was the roadie. That's what he was. Oh
3: yeah. So we had like two like kind of punkish characters.
2: Mm-hmm. And we had a a random gentleman also at our table that was playing like the previous model android, but with some upgrades so that he could have sentience. He just chose not
3: to, I guess. Yep. I liked it. I liked it as an RP choice. It was good. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and that's it weird. was. I think Roman introduced the, how the game worked to me, and it made a lot of sense. Where it's very slow at the beginning, but that's critical to making the game go fast later and be real snappy, yeah. and fun. Um, does anyone want to go over what happened in the game? Ro- Roman's been chatting this one up, so I don't yeah. know. If-
0: Broad strokes. Like I said, we were stuck in the the matrix essentially. And we were all doing our various things to figure out where the problem was, and it ended up being a, a satellite link. So within the matrix, we had to go take our cyber van. We climbed and inside and Nate.
3: Everyone, yeah. everyone, get inside me.
0: Yep. Which he was very excited three about. Times. Yeah. Um,
3: Something along the it. All right, everybody, get in the van.
0: <laughs> um. But yeah, you you were very excited about that, and yes. It's we, all I ever and, wanted. <laughs> yeah, and we, we drive along until the, the information superhighway, literal information superhighway, um, just kind of breaks as it turns up into space, uh, which was a satellite uplink that was broken. So Nate ramped off a mountain to get us there. Um, and as we are flying through literal cyberspace, we see this satellite city has been, like, It is in the process of being eaten by a giant void of nothingness in the shape of a worm. It was a literal computer worm trying to destroy things, and we ended up needing to remove it from the equation. We saved the city. Yes. Patrick. Yep. And honestly, other than Eli's moment of triumph at the end there, which I will let him cover, my favorite part was there were several points where various characters we met asked if we wanted a cookie, and everyone got very scared about it. I did. And then some of us turned into the drama. Um, And they ended up being very helpful because they were literal, like, browser cookies. So, if anything happened, you could just go back to one of those cookie points once, and it would reset you to what you were like the first time you were through there, which I thought was very clever. Eli, what did you do to save all of our weird well first
3: let's 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 do doug's big moment
0: yes okay. yes doug's big and moment is fantastic
3: because then it, it is then immediately followed by eli's big moment
2: so let me preface this with i think the rest of this crew got a good idea of how i role play and that if a game gives me more than a few seconds to improvise and if a game allows me to bullshit things happen
0: Yep. And this game does both of those things and encourages them.
2: And the worst thing is that since I have dad powers, I'm very good at playing off of turns of phrase, which is basically a power in this, in this game. Yep. Or it's basically your way of exploiting the game to getting what you want. Uh, so my character was good at doing things that were quote-unquote flashy and I needed an explanation because I wasn't quite sure what that meant and after I got the explanation I still had to mull it over for a bit then I realized the one thing I knew of that was always flashy was anime and I ran with that maybe a little too far. Nah. So the first thing was like oh how do I flashily study this worm thing I was like well okay uh, we'll just pull out a Dragon Ball Z scouter and scream at it a little bit uh, and that will that that will get us the information we need, which 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 worked. Um, and then I got weird. Um, creative, <laughs> creative. I decide I, I decide. Okay, we'll just keep rolling with the anime thing because that's within my knowledgeable wheelhouse. It's always going to be flashy, and I can get away with it because we're in the fucking matrix. So, like the first time we had to defend ourselves from the death worm of death. Uh, I was just like, how am I going to do this in my, like, I'm kind of a messed up robot sense? And I was like, okay, I'm going to basically change uh, my my software my, and my, change up my entire being at the exact moment it attacks me uh, to get away with this. And he he, uh, he allowed me to do it, and that was really my, like, okay, I can just do anything I want, right? So I had to transform into something, so I decided to transform into Sailor Moon. Because why not? That's flashy, right? I had to be some sort of flashy thing. And so I decided to run with the whole uh, power of love thing. Uh, So we were in combat with the giant uh, worm and some people did some stuff and there was a lot of setup and I started connecting the dots. I was like, I can use literally all of this. And so with the power of love, I decided to give it a kiss, which would confuse and possibly bamboozle the worm into taking damage. Uh, So I used lighting from Nate's headlights. Yep. Pyrotechnics for the kiss moment because you need you know explosions which Spark Sean Sean set up. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli had put some negative effects on it, which included the word "hooked." And so I used my bag of old reliable stuff to grab out a boombox, which the boombox subsequently started playing "Hooked on a Feeling." Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd use like the does not compute sort of weakness of it. And eventually did just a shit ton of damage with this kiss. It was a, it was an absolute thing of beauty. Everyone enjoyed it. And I'm sure the audience would have clapped if there was one. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that, that gave it enough damage that we were okay with, uh, able to possibly finish it off. But we needed Eli's help with that. And his was- axe guitar t- thing.
5: So, yeah, my, uh, my character being, being the, the punk character had, uh, invented an ax- a saw axe weapon that I was using, and, uh, being that we were fighting a giant worm, I used that, uh, buried dune style to hook my way up onto it. Um, and, uh, once, once Doug had softened up the enemy, I was go, I was there for the killing blow. So we had everyone, you know, get in the van and use their cookies to teleport out of the way, and, uh, that's when I activated the uh, the device that had been implanted in my abdomen. You know, a micro nuke. Cause why not have a, a, a little nuke inside of your robot friend? Um, and so I rolled many, many, many dice. I believe my number came out to like 79. With some dumb damage. number. It was hilarious. And again, when we're Se- rolling d6s.
2: 73, and I think mine was 49.
5: No, I I had seventy nine because I made the. Okay. What if I got ten less? Joke. Oh, that was mm-hmm. it. Yep,
3: yep. yep. Can I reduce that by ten?
5: So yeah, we ended up uh, once everyone got out. Mm-hmm. I I nuked the worm and you know the satellite that we were trying.
3: Yeah, to most of most of the satellite we, database went down with it. But because you saved the city.
5: Secretly, <laughs> I was uh, trying to tear down the establishment anyway because I was a punk.
0: Exactly. It was very punk. It was extremely punk. And yeah, that that ended up. Uh, Thursday. Because then we all went home and was very tired. Friday started Friday. off with Doug making French toast, which
3: ah, Friday, is French toast.
0: most excellent. Yes, um, Doug
3: does French a good toast.
0: He does French a very good toast. Uh, hollow French toast. If you haven't tried French toast with hollow bread, you should. Yeah, this, this was the day. The, the morning was a particular brand of controlled, semi-controlled chaos. Uh, because this was the day that myself, Doug, and Vic were all in cosplay as Malifaux characters. So, in the morning before our stuff that we needed to do, we needed to also get into costume and everything. And that was uh, that was a thing.
3: Mildly chaotic. Uh,
0: yeah. But yeah, so we, we managed to do that. And we went in. And this was... Uh, once we were at the convention center... Uh, went straight to the weird booth wherein I immediately found Kyle uh, and stood like behind his left shoulder and just waited for him to move and literally I timed it perfectly like he was done saying whatever he was saying and like turned like with his shoulder before his his head followed suit to like look behind him and was like whoa and just <laughs> went from, from oh I'm so sorry to oh it's you <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which yep. was, oh, this was guy.
0: It was just great. It was funny. Um, And then spent a, a solid like two minutes just like exclaiming how good we looked uh, as myself, English Ivan uh, in my own paint scheme colors, Vic as a fantastic Molly doing the uh, chaotic conductor thing. She had her own she had a, a brain on a stick and everything yep. it was great. Got uh, and great then stick. Doug was pushing the drugs as Mr. Lynch with even more piercing blue eyes than he has ever had before.
1: Uh,
3: Those contacts you guys had were intense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They were surprisingly affordable, too. From uh, MoCo Queen. They do, like, really fast shipping, too, which is why I went with them originally.
0: Nice. And they were, uh, I know Doug mentioned, like, they were even prescription. So, like, mm-hmm. that's real yeah. good. Nice. Yeah, so we we hung out at the weird booth for a little bit and chit chatted, and then went to go bother the other weird not booth, but their their like play area. And Doug and Victoria stopped for some food.
1: Yeah, because I started dying.
0: Yeah, you 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 were very hungry and understandably so. Um, And I went over and bothered some people. uh, Ran into (laughs) this was this was really funny. Um, As I'm standing over. Just we, kind of looking around. We were heading over there for the the Malifaux Masquerade, which is a real fun. What what's up, Vic?
1: We had we had the pattern piecing, uh, panel that morning.
0: Right, and that was Doug the,
1: had his skin painting.
0: Right, and that was yeah. the the thing that I was I had written down I was going to the pattern piecing, but couldn't find the ticket, and there was a whole thing with that which is why I didn't remember to talk about it, because it's not on my schedule that I'm using as a remembering piece. Um, yeah, so I showed up late to that. Uh, and Vic, could you talk about that a little bit?
1: I'm sure it was a great panel if you haven't been sewing for a long time. But with any amount of experience, it was very, very basic. Of course, reminders are always good for like basic skills, but it really talked mostly about how a pattern kind of goes together and making patterns from existing clothing and altering existing patterns, which were kind of all things I already knew how to do. And the altering pattern sizes part, it turns out I was already doing the technique that she taught. So I'm sure it's great for if you're just starting out cosplaying, but... I personally didn't find it particularly helpful,
0: yeah, and I know was, I, I got there late kind of at the tail mm-hmm. end of her actually doing her her spiel and getting more into q and a time but
1: i mean a a a good portion of the panel was just q and a time uh which is which is fine,
0: yeah, there's nothing wrong about it, and it is one thing that I appreciate about gen con is they have a lot of these panels that are like for any it, this can be a thing you've never done before. Come come check mm-hmm. this out. I wish for cases like this that there were more immediately visible like on the the event listing yeah. like what level we're talking at here. Yeah. Cuz I not only for for us but for people if you're trying to get into cosplay this would be another one I would recommend for like, yes. oh, I I would like oh, to you, but I yeah, don't absolutely. know how to sell.
1: Yeah, if you are really new to patterns, it was it would be great. It's just what I consider myself as like a beginner skill level is clearly not what other people.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we finished that up and then went to go find Doug at his mm-hmm. how to paint ethnic skin tones class. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I will have him talk about more in detail once he is back, but he he painted him an ethnic skin tone in, what was that a an hour and a half 2 hour yeah, panel like that, like it, that mini it was like an b- hour and a half. basically done like yeah it was it looked real good and after that was when we were going to go rush yeah. the weird booth um cuz i don't remember okay. how time works um
1: yeah i was like i'm i'm sitting here and i'm like i remember like stopping at the convention center to have to put his armor on and for me to put my contacts in. And I'm like, what, what did we do in the morning? Cause I know we were late.
0: Yeah. When, when we were, while you guys were getting food, Oh, actually here comes Doug. We'll have him do the, yeah. ethnic skin painting. Well, Doug, we need you to talk about your ethnic skin painting class.
2: Ah, okay. Uh, I, we talked about painting ethnic skin tones.
0: <laughs> Can <Great>. you elaborate? <laughs>
2: There was It was a decent amount of color theory discussion about uh, to him and using references and talking about modifying existing um, skin tones with uh, using washes as glazes to kind of bring out the particular ethnicity you're trying to get. I learned a decent amount. Also, he has a cheat sheet out there for different color schemes. And he need to get a hold of that cheat sheet because he said he want, yeah, I'd need to email him. But yeah, I learned a decent amount. I just need to find some better washes than what I have to really utilize them correctly. And then I cosplayed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, then we um, all cosplayed. Yeah. Well, Yumi and Roman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that How was much what of- we talked about about surprising Kyle. And then we went over to Malifa Masquerade and right before that kind of rounded up I thought it was really funny. I got asked, Oh, hey, man, that, that looks really good for your your Ivan, can I take a picture? And I was like, Yeah, sure. This guy goes into a, a spiel about, oh I'm I'm do you mind if I put it on our, our YouTube channel? Da, 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 da. And it's one of the danger planet guys. So I just kinda, <laughs> just kinda just kinda nicely lean in and go, I'm one of the scoundrels. And he's just, oh dude, this is great. It was it was really fun. Um, and we just hey, had a Doug, a, a
3: Doug or Brandon.
0: Uh, both of them were there. I think it was Brandon talking,
4: uh-huh.
0: <clears throat> um, but yeah, we had a little chit chat there. A couple other people wandered over. It was it was a good time. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of of the con is always just seeing people in Meet Space that either you haven't seen in a long time or haven't met before, and they're just part of the same community. But that was fun. And then we did the Malepho Masquerade, and I'm going to have somebody else talk because I've been talking for too long.
5: But before that, aha,
0: before, before
3: that. I dicked her on the vendor hall, so I don't have much to say on that one. <laughs> no, that, I had I a, a very early... Uh, um, I think I spent quality time like with eight, my wife.
5: Eight, <laughs> Gross. I know, right? Ew. <laughs> but at like 8.30 to 12.30-ish, whatever, it, it was a trip. Uh I got to do the, uh, the Vagrant Song, run the Vagrant Song games, that was a lot of fun people expressed strong interest in the game and so I sent them to the uh, exhibitor booth after that <coughs> very nice but uh, mm-hmm. yeah everyone everyone who played it really liked it because it's a bomb-ass game it's yeah. true
1: if you don't like the game you're wrong
5: yep actually they sold out again this year didn't they yep yeah Damn. The, 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 years the
0: only thing they had vagrant song based by the end of the con was there was one DC plushie left
5: that's that's three they years running that they've sold out of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Yeah. At a convention at a,
5: where you have literally thousands of other choices of games to buy.
3: Yep. A lot of a lot of games at Gen Con. Yep. Um, yeah,
1: and before teardown, they were trying to talk volunteers into buying that last DC plush.
0: Yeah, and yeah, we and and for those who haven't seen, Vagrant Song has a Kickstarter coming up for their expansion that's coming up here. Uh, we will have a secret guest in a near future episode to talk about trains that may or may not be involved. Kyle shaped in. They are potentially Kyle shaped.
2: It's Mako it. Joe. It
0: ah, is Mako okay. Joe. Yeah, very so it will be a very one-sided conversation. But <laughs> yes, everyone knows that Kyle does not have a head, but a lantern
4: instead.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no. See, Kyle's head is very lantern shaped, which is why people get confused. Why we have the uh, iconic Kyle.
0: Sculpture coming out for sale. I I just really like the I, I'm really jealous of the fact that if he wants to have an idea, he just turns the lantern up. Like I wish I could do that.
1: Kyle's going to listen to this episode and decide he doesn't want to be on the podcast after
3: all. <laughs> he specifically it's, requested it. It's too. This late. is
2: this yep. is this is milk toast compared to the other embarrassing <laughs> shit we said on this <laughs> podcast. Yep. He's not gonna leave. He's not gonna leave. If he doesn't leave after hearing the words "fuck soup," <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna leave. If he's being referred to as Mako Joe. Um, okay, so Malcolm Masquerade. I guess I talking about my my. I guess we, we spilled the beans already. I was I was I was Jacob Lynch.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Because uh, I thought I could pull off a decent Jacob Lynch with how I did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and haired and bearded and shaped, and I thought, yeah, I thought I did a relatively good job. Victoria did obviously most of the work on that. Victoria did four cosplays over, over the span of like four months, and like a good month there, she was not really doing anything because she was dealing with losing her job. So good, good on you, Victoria, for managing to mm-hmm. pull all that off. I Victoria's did very
5: powerful and we should fear
2: The cane. And the armor. And technically the belts. Uh, you, and that was it for your, me.
1: You did your mask also.
2: Oh yeah, the, the, the masquerade masks. Yeah, a very good mask. Just technically not a part of the cosplay. It is just we decided we were going to cosplay on the day of the masquerade. So we figured we would do masquerade masks that our cosplay people would be wearing. So um, I, did, I did pretty much the all of mine and the... Mm, like... Most of Victoria's. Victoria's did the embellishments. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine was like a blurple colored with some color shift all over it. And one side was this big sweeping thing of playing cards. And the other side was this big sweeping thing of uh, stuff we've been using for soul stones on basing. And it weighed like three pounds.
0: But it looked real good. It did look it did. real
2: good. Especially
0: with your laser blue eyes behind it. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. the context. Um, I we got
5: the- be honest, like, now that I know that it's soul stones, it makes sense but I assumed that was like a crystal manifestation of brilliance I c- It could also like, be this would be brilliance. a great way to represent uh, brilliance Crystal math
0: yeah, yeah. Honestly, down, why, why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Gotta watch those mandatory minimums on the Crystal Brilliance.
2: It's not like I can <laughs> scream it down people's throats, so we just gotta use a little bit more nebulous concept of, of brilliance. Um, but yeah, the the context worked a lot better than I was expecting. The first time I tried them on I thought they were mildly uncomfortable, and they restricted my purple vision a bit too much, but uh, I wore them all day, and they weren't a problem, like, at all. I only took them out once just to, like, make sure that I could see properly for just a few minutes but yeah and they were also like cheap they're like 35 bucks a pair for prescription contacts that are uh they're referred to as like white walker contacts so that's the kind of eyeballs you're thinking of there the very icy blue glowiness and yeah it looked good and people were staring at me as i was walking down the hall it was nice Malpha Masquerade is a game, new game type, at least this is the first time I've heard of it. It is a hidden role game type, uh, one person is playing the host of this masquerade, uh, It is they, they are given 8 soul stones to play with as opposed to 6, everyone else is 6, everyone else has dealt out a card, which explains what their hidden role is, and folks try to win, multiple people from different roles can win in certain situations. Um, the closest thing I can equate it to is, like, bang, where once your hidden role is discovered, the game doesn't end, just people have that information now.
3: Yeah, and they can try to stop you from winning. Yep.
2: Um, so the first game, we all piled together on the same table.
3: Yes, Because it maxes at five mm-hmm. players, yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yep, max at five players we're like, hey, five scoundrels, let's go. Mm-hmm.
2: And I ended up winning, I guess, I get, oh, well, I ended up winning, but also was declared the uh, host of the party. And I, mean, I didn't, I didn't have any eight soulstone models. I was planning on running Tannin the entire time. So I just threw an upgrade on him that I never used.
3: Yeah, I think, I think that was the one unfortunate thing about the event description was it does list uh, just like a, you have six soulstone stone character. So, like, yeah. if you didn't bring an eight soulstone character, like, I guess it works because you can just throw a two stone upgrade on them. But depending on your faction, that might not
2: be amazing. Yeah, the, the amazing. Hit, hidden ninja was not, or ninja training was not really useful for Tannen there. Yeah. Um, but due to time constrictions, I ended up winnings because I managed to reveal all of the, the things the and rules, yeah. it was mm-hmm. we were like halfway through turn three, and this was supposed to be a five round game before time ran out. So I won on a technicality.
0: Nate helped a lot with that by killing host? people.
3: Oh yeah, which was my goal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: What what makes things easier for the host is when you ask somebody what their role is and they remember what their role is and then they answer yeah. with the correct answer mm-hmm. of whether or not yeah. they are that
3: role. Yeah, that'd be super cool if everyone did that.
2: <laughs> so the the host gets a special action they can take where they accuse someone and if they manage to hit them with a stat five attack against their willpower, which has its I'm not sure how I feel about that. And uh, we can get into stuff about the game later, but. I had actually hit Nate and accused him of being the Black the, Joker?
3: The Outcast, yeah. Of the Black Joker. Which I, for, I forgot the title for the outcast, for the Black Joker was The Outcast,
2: because I'm stupid. And so he said no, when in fact he should have said yes, and like fact, a, t- a turn yes. later.
3: Yeah, I realized were- that the next time you targeted me, I was like, uh, oh wait, shit, that's uh, the thing I am. Oh yeah. Never mind, you were right. You
1: You weren't even the one that had to have everything read to him. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, Victoria couldn't see in her context, so we had to read the entire rules out loud.
3: No, I could see. I just couldn't read.
2: That's pretty much.
3: like I just. I knew what I was supposed to do, and I knew what card I had. I just didn't remember what the actual, like, character title was.
1: Outcasts are yellow. Why
3: would. Read that. They're not. Outcast. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, say the yellow
5: card. You know, the, the yellow rose suit.
3: Yes, I know. I'm stupid. <laughs>
2: Because of the thing you didn't say, now I gotta buy a new... You know, actually, no, I'll just do a Von Schill. Never mind. Black Von Schill.
3: Oh, hell yeah, let's go.
2: (laughs) I can learn the skill... Wait, no, I didn't really learn anything new about African skin tones in that class. But it was... I, I specifically asked questions about stuff that I was having problems with, like Hispanic and Mediterranean and Indian skin tones. And part of it was like, hey... Uh, this can be Native American or it can be Indian. you just kind of have to ri- rely on the shape of the model slash context clues. And I never got around to being like, hey, actually, I have a mix of those in my faction. They will show up on the table next to each other. Is there another way I can possibly distinguish those two? Anyways, um, second round, you guys were, uh, were you all on the same table at that point? Yeah. yeah. Except
3: yeah, for me. A, we just did a four yeah, player. Yeah, except
1: for you. A, was doug was on to the
3: winner's us. table
2: it was on the winner's table and i ended up as the host
3: <laughs> um you sure fucking did. oh that was a fucking that that game was a whole a whole ass comedy of errors um so i'm i'm in the middle playing paul who'd play i played paul crockett roman was playing a huckster i had a stitch together
1: a, i was a yep. rabble riser
3: yeah, yeah a rabble riser yep so i'm i'm in the middle of the table right <laughs> as as you do when you're the host um and Vic, you were the you were the one who had to kill someone a specific other person, right?
1: Yes. Or that, that person the, had to die, yeah.
3: Yeah. That was that's the Rezzer, I think, right? Or is that the uh, Nevermore? I think so. The, yeah, the, I think that's the right.
1: Rezzer.
2: The Rezer specif- has to specify a particular model yes. that they mm, have to yeah. kill. Yeah.
3: So Vic was the Rezzer and Roman and Eli were Arcanists. <laughs>
0: Who their whole goal is get four friendly scheme markers around the center, or, uh-huh. which or. as a huckster I would have been great at, but I saw that the murder was happening, so I didn't go there. And well, you were, started, you were
3: you were setting up.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was I was dropping scheme markers and like walking yeah. to pay for the the uh, the
3: future false claims. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You were doing the huckster thing.
0: Yeah, what what's was the other really stipulation, well, Eli?
3: Huh.
5: The other stipulation for the Arcanist. Is if you get, you have, like, the martyr thing, where if you are killed by either the host, or mm, if there's a guild the loyalist, yeah. before
3: your uh, role is revealed. Yes. So, I just immediately get, I get ganked turn one.
0: before am sorry.
3: <laughs> no, it was beautiful, it was hilarious, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even get to play this game. You I just were... stood in the middle and got murdered.
1: You were in the way.
3: I was literally in Victoria's way because she had selected the Eli stitched Eli, together yeah. to die. So Eli comes at me. Because uh, I'm, trying trying to... I'm trying to aggro Nate so he'll, yeah. he'll kill me. Try to kill Eli the... for the win. Uh, so Eli does some damage to me. Then Vic just charges at me slices me up into tiny pieces because I'm in her way so she <laughs> can get to Eli. Roman's off dropping ski markers in bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> and then turn two rolls around. Uh poor Victoria. Epic. This was epic.
1: I was so close.
3: It was so epic close. Zombie on stitched together violence. A so Vic right goes in. Um I'm trying to remember the exact order of operations. You had burned all your cards.
1: Yeah, I, I attempted to murder Eli and I burned through my entire hand of cards, leaving him with one wound.
3: Yeah, so you yeah, you went through you try yeah, Eli was on one wound cuz you just slashed into him as a rabble riser does. You were just that close. And then Eli goes <laughs> I gamble and on. does does the old gamble your life with the with the stitch together, which we had seen previously. Eli had, I believe, you killed yourself in the last game with it, right? Because you failed mm-hmm. one.
5: I did on the wrong person.
3: Yeah, it was. It I was forgot that it had to be. I forgot it had to be the uh, the A host. guild or the host. Yeah, yeah. So Eli almost won on accident with the stitch together. I um I I, I almost won round. deliberately. I accidentally
5: chose the wrong person to kill yeah. me. You misunderstood
3: the rules. Anyways, yeah. So I'm not that smart. We 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 go in, and again, Vic has used up all of her cards, stabbing me, and are tr- trying to kill Eli. Eli hits her with the old uh, the old gamble your life, and flips the black joker. And you think, okay, all right, the stitch together just flipped the black joker. You know that's that's you know should be should be nope. Uh, Vic flipped a one, mm-hmm. and notably, the stitch together stat is a six. And the rabble risers' willpower is a five, so we have a six versus a six. Six attacker wins, ties, <laughs> and Eli manages to kill Vic with two successful uh, gambler lives, even though he flipped Black Joker on the first one and should have died. Yep. And, and then, then, and then, Ghost drops team marker, and it's like, oh hey, we're both Arcanists, We're gonna win this if we don't look at each other.
4: Yay. Yep.
2: Fucking Arcanists. Fucking.
3: Fucking Noted Arcanist sympathizers stitched oh, together in huckster.
1: Collaborating. <laughs> yep.
3: So that was that game.
2: Okay. So top table, I was in it with. Um, it ended up being Mr. Tannen, also in a rabble riser. This one was the the pirate variant, a uh, skellywig. That's what that's what called. Oh God, what's her name? The pig jockey.
3: Oh, uh, Bo Peep!
2: Bo Peep! Bo Peep! Thank you. What was the last one? There was another one. Couldn't remember. I <laughs> bad. Um they were playing. They were playing a custom model, and I couldn't. I can't remember. It was on the Danger Planet guys. It was... Yeah, it
3: was. Bra- I was Brandon, I believe, it was on your table.
2: Yeah, I don't remember what that was. Uh, that he ended up being the guilty. And oh, our host was fucking Gracie. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, and perfect if you if you know anything about our relationship with Gracie uh the model's mildly broken for I'm playing an individual model against a, other, a bunch of other yeah. individual models Gracie's
3: um, great for single model formats but
2: <laughs> I, I got Arcanist, and I first thought well maybe I can just piss Gracie off enough to kill me which didn't work Gracie ran off and started fighting Bo Peep um, who who showed their hand immediately because they asked for a pen. And there's literally only one role in the game that and requires you to write something role. down. Oh. Which, which uh, like, GG3 also has that issue for a couple schemes. Or at least one scheme. A decent amount of schemes. My bet. Never mind. Moving on. I thought there was one I mean, specific one where it was painfully obvious if you were doing it. Uh, it if was hot they- writing.
0: Yeah, they they changed the timing so all of the schemes are picked and models involved chosen at the same time. That helped that out a lot.
2: Okay, but uh, Gracie went off bothered Bo Peep until found out Bo Peep was a resurrectionist which was still really obvious and then ignored the resurrectionist which is the wrong thing to do in this game because they technically have the easiest win unless you're playing a stitch together. <laughs>
5: If Death Stitch
2: together is an Arcanist. Fair, it's it's combination stuff. But anyways, we'll, we'll get into nitty gritty of the rules later. It ended up being, uh, our, my other Arcanists started attacking me.
4: Oh, jeez.
2: Uh, but then he got his role reveal, and I'm just trying to signal the guy right next to me, like, hey, stop! We're on the same team! But it got into, like, somewhat, uh, difficult territory. Um... Actually, I think it might have been a Sorrow, now that I think about it, Danger Planet guy, because I remember getting ping damage from something. Mm. Um. Anyways, we got to, like, end of turn four, and because Bo Peep was completely ignored, Bo Peep just YOLOs into the Skellyweg, who was left on one wound, and just... Or, like, two wounds? A few wounds. Very few wounds. But got the kill and sniped the win, which... fine, they, they won. That's That's okay. I don't think there was any like sort of podium thing going on, so that's that's fine. I enjoyed the game, but we can I guess talk about the mechanics. But it feels like it's in its alpha version right now.
3: Yeah, there's a few a few things that could definitely get touched up.
2: First thing, the the, the resurrectionist role it needs changed because that is both the easiest win and also the hardest win, completely depending on some random factors. Uh, you, you designate exactly one model, and you have to kill that model. Um, was there another win condition for the resurrectionists? Anyone remember? I don't remember. think so. If there's not, then if remember. someone else kills that thing, you could possibly not have any win Locked condition, out. turn one. But also, uh, you yeah, you have to be the one to kill them. Hmm but also it is the one role where you can win the game first activation first turn if you get lucky.
3: I think uh, that happened on one of the tables. Yeah, it
2: happened it was like second activation cuz one person went into the resurrectionist who was And the, then they
3: they were the target. Back, yep.
2: Yeah, they just just killed him right back. Oh, you came right to me. Da, 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 da. And I don't think a game should be ending after a couple activations turn one. Yeah. But that I don't know how you would immediately change that. I feel like maybe two people is a Bit much, but it would still be easier. Like if you say you have two two characters, both need to be dead, and you have to kill one of them, might be a, a good starting point. Um, but as mentioned before, the Gracie issue is that one of one of the rules requires you to kill the host. I think that was the Neverborn. Yeah, and you're ju- you're just not killing Gracie by yourself. You're just not yeah. doing it.
3: If if the host is prepared and brought an eight stone model that is like reasonably good at being the host, they're going to be harder to kill than your six stone model can probably do.
0: <laughs> Especially while other six stone models are interfering. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the, I like the idea behind it. I definitely look forward to like a, a future version of, of tweaked up. Um. Yeah. No. It was, it was fun. Yep. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it.
2: It was just some, like, because we saw the same sort of issues with, all out brawl and implemented what I consider to be really good fixes I'm uh, just looking at this thing like how can we possibly jazz it up to make it a little little more fair I guess
3: add some upgrades
2: <sighs> Yeah, but uh, the the other thing being like technically the uh, stitch together if they flipped the arcanist roll which is technically the most common one because it's the only one where you can have two I think
3: mm-hmm. yeah in, in a game. five player game
2: in a five player game Oh, no, there's always a oh, no, yeah, uh, four-player game.
3: Two, yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: Um, you can basically force someone to kill you. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, it, again, if Eli targeted me and made sure he cheated it down so that I would have to deal with damage back to him, then I would have technically killed him, and uh, game over. Yep.
5: Yeah. Would that count as you killing
3: me, or would that count as me killing me? It counts as them, because they do the damage flip, I believe.
5: Okay.
2: Yep. That was a long discussion I'm pretty sure we had about stitched together when 3rd edition came out.
3: Yeah, that's fair.
5: I feel like that's, I mean, yeah, that's not
3: great, yeah, it, but it's also It does not- the damage as as though the defending model is taking this action targeting this model. So it, yeah. it gets reversed I'm, on you by the enemy model.
2: I also think that is just a thing with the stitched, and maybe it just might be a case of hey, maybe don't cheese this game. Like I mean, you didn't know. Also, I'm like, not I'm not saying you you knew that. You had no idea what the rules were bringing a stitched.
5: Yeah. It's also it's only if you're stitched and you're on a roll that you don't get to choose. Yeah. Right? There's like a, there's a percent chance in a four player game that you're going to get that role or yeah. something. Yeah, there's like five different things. You have, two of them aren't going to be chosen. Anyway, it's... it just happened to be what I got twice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we still had fun this was yeah. R- yeah. reiterate we still had fun and then we moved on to the events that uh didn't happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> the event to happen
1: no, no yes. we had our dance class
3: I yes oh, you immediately sh- had shit. dance class
1: we
2: immediately had dance class where in like four like four layers of clothes yeah <laughs>
3: incredibly brave
2: not four layers but still like a long coat a dress shirt and tie a top hat uh things covering my forearms boots up to my knees dress pants i was sweating i was sweating for most of that and awkwardly i had to dance with some random lady uh i I
1: also (sighs) awkwardly had to dance with some random lady
2: Uh, So they decided to ungender the rules, which is fine, but they've ungendered the rules in that you were the tall people and the shorties, and I feel like someone who's mildly self-conscious about their height isn't going to enjoy being referred to as shorty a lot, especially if you are a short man, which happened a a couple times. Mm. Um, that's, That's fine, it was just like, hey, that's probably mildly insulting to some people.
5: But it seems weird that like if you have an event where people might want to come as, say, a couple. Right, right. All right, we're splitting everybody up. You don't get to choose. They,
1: we probably could have insisted on dancing with each other. It just, we just
2: we don't like stopping the festivities. Because someone actually did that. It's like, hey, can I dance with that other person? And I was like, Well, I could do that, but <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll Social be okay. anxiety. Social anxiety. Um That's what we I'm did saying is
5: it's the it's the people with social anxiety who are probably going to want to be there with a specific person and not deal with I have to dance touching. with a human I don't know.
2: Touching. We did start I'm off like together. People I don't know. We did start off together and then they uh, intentionally mixed us up and then started doing the oh you're with this person and apparently just seemed to be with that one person and the, I'm sure the the lady I was with was nice, but I'm sure she was also mildly uncomfortable with this strange, sweaty man, <laughs> and all the all the hand touching we had to do, and me just like making sure it's always dry as possible.
1: <laughs> oh I, gotta, no. I gotta
2: I gotta wipe sweat off somehow, but also we're using both hands the entire time. Yep. Uh. Yeah. My,
1: my partner was perfectly nice. We both had gloves on. <laughs> That's good. So there was no bare hand to touching.
2: Uh, the heels on my boots were a bit thinner than I was experienced, so I turned my ankle several times. Not like painfully, but I was just like, oh, I almost broke something.
1: I changed into sneakers. Ah, I didn't have...
2: Portion Wait, these... no, I did I did bring footwear. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I got you, you got a compliment on my coat. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Because uh, we were supposed to be twirling. Anyways, that, that was the the Fay courts dancing thing. Yeah. It was fun.
0: Just damp. Yeah. Then we had uh, then what we was had. supposed to be our Through the Breach Altogether game that we had recorded the character creation for that will be an upcoming episode. Uh, we were supposed to have that with our good friend Rob who is a local of mine and uh, is on the is a host of Game Store Dropouts, another <laughs> podcast. And we have yet to play this, uh, session because we had just one too many technical issues, uh, come up.
3: We got a rain check and figured, hey, this would be a lot easier to just do online.
0: Yep. So we will be recording that and the actual play of that will be on Game Store Dropouts, uh, which we recommend you all listen to because they have great takes on a lot of different nerdy things as well. Um... And you'll get to listen to us on there for that episode, at least. Um, but coming soon, the Scoundrels play Memento Mori. Yes.
1: To a cast near you.
0: We promise none of us are gremlins. Just gremlin adjacent. Yep. This time.
1: <laughs> this time. Um, it was kind of like blessing in disguise for me, because after three events in one day, I was ready to die. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think everyone was pretty much fucking tired at that point, so like, yeah, like I would have yeah, played. Don't.
1: I still would have played, but it's not. It wouldn't have been great.
3: We'll yeah. we'll be at our best for a, a, a multi hour session that we're recording when we're you know not at the tail end of a day at the day at the convention. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, like we, uh, I'm not discounting us maybe doing something next year, but I figure we'll actually have a conversation with Rob and Mr. Gibbs about who's bringing what equipment, because that bit us in the ass the first recording,
3: yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. Whoopsie.
1: Yeah, not me suggesting that morning that we bring a laptop and being <laughs> assured that we didn't need to.
3: It'll be fine!
1: <laughs> yep. Gibbs has this- it
3: under control. Or the C-clamps, or... We don't need a yep.
1: laptop.
2: I did actually have the C-clamps in the
0: bag.
1: See, yep. C- They just also. at the bottom of the bag.
0: Yeah, see C- also the part where the morning was slightly controlled chaos.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, this suggestion was, like, in the hotel room, because I was, like, starting to pack up my laptop, and Doug's like, oh, you don't need that, and I'm like, hmm, are you sure?
3: It was
2: pretty sus. sure about that? <laughs> it ended up being <laughs> the correct decision. And yeah, yeah, the morning was mild chaos. I made French toast. Yes, yes you did. The French yes, toast was mentioned was and delicious.
1: praised. Heartily. Oh,
2: okay,
0: sorry.
1: You,
2: French no, toast. You're good. you, you deserve extra
0: praise God. while you're here for French toast. It was yeah. very good.
1: It's always um, an extremely and, good French
0: toast. And in fact, we came home that night in in kind of that end of day two of con days. And we're just like, we need easy food hey, there's exactly enough French toast left (laughs) for all of us. So these uh, delicious Density of a Thousand Stars French Toast challah bread pieces were devoured by Hungry Gamers. The
2: Jews knew how to make good bread. Know how to make good bread.
0: Yeah,
1: they do.
2: Okay. Day Saturday. Day
3: Day Saturday.
2: Saturday.
1: Day Saturday. I'm in my Neo cosplay again. (laughs)
2: Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got a decent amount of sleep this time because we didn't have to rush cosplay stuff because we were rushing yeah. cosplay stuff every evening.
3: <laughs> we got it well, done, so, though. I'm sure you all were just freaking tired by that point too. <laughs> you just conked <laughs> out in the sus hotel. But
1: yeah, no. As it turns out, like having my cosplay already finished from the year prior, and I'm not having to like sew hooks onto everything.
0: I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it, it was as. As the person who did my my Roman to your Neo, uh, yeah, it was nice just having that done. Be like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna put this on now.
1: <laughs> I just I just put these pieces on. Yeah.
2: What did we do that
0: morning? Another RPG. Yes, this yes. one actually happens.
3: Master Master Thieves from the future save reality.
2: Or something. Something. Yeah. Something. Steal steal something, something, like something for the devil. Stealing stories for the devil. Was
3: that yeah. was the system? The devil. Yep.
0: Um, Which, immediately was... when getting checked in for this, uh, the title, While Great, caused problems, because all of us had kind of shortened it on our heads to Time Heist. And they were just yeah, like, we're just what are you time talking heist. about? We don't have anything by that it's name. It's the Time, heists.
3: It's Honestly, time that's... Heist. Honestly, we know what this game is. It's the Time Heist. <laughs>
2: like, these people should know this game exists and the premise of it. That's, that's a very accurate description,
3: Time Heist. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It might yeah. just be a volunteer at the door, though, so... Yeah, nah, fair.
1: I'm pretty uh, sure they were all volunteers, in that entire which,
3: which, room. Uh, which company was that? Monty Cook. Monty Cook. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Monty Cook Games, uh, creator of many other role playing games. I know they did the. They know they did the Old Gods port.
4: Mm-hmm. They're uh, doing. They also do. Doing- no, thank you, Evil. One?
3: Yeah, they they've done a number of games.
4: Yes.
2: So. I would like to take this point to um, completely unrelated to our situation, surely. Thank Weird Games for having a hard limit of, like, five people for the yeah. Through the Breach tables.
3: Yeah, that was a big yeah. table. That was seven people? Yeah, yeah. there was so the five you're... Yeah, the five of us and two more.
1: Which was a surprise to me, because I thought it was only going to be us five.
3: I did, yeah, too. Same, yeah. but it was alright.
2: It yeah. was okay. The other people weren't Bad. Yeah,
1: they, seemed, they were fine. They seemed nice enough, but like the surprise of it, unfortunately, made me go nonverbal for the vast majority of the game, which turns out was fine because that let all of you guys <laughs> plan, plan.
2: <laughs> you you went you went nonverbal, which we just allowed you to team up with me, who went very verbal.
3: <laughs> yes, extremely yep. verbal. We awesome let verbal. Doug verbal for you.
2: <laughs> What's up, Beale? Sorry.
3: Oh.
5: I was just saying, like I wasn't like hundred percent sure if you were like nonverbal from stress or if you were like just leaning into the uh, Neapolitan cosplay.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it it's was, a good cover. Yeah, it was just a yeah, happy coincidence that I was wearing the neo cosplay.
2: Okay, so I have mixed feelings about this game. I think we Same. all had mixed feeling, and I don't know if it was. I think it was mostly just our our host, maybe not be that familiar with the game. Or
3: what?
0: Yeah, it, somebody told Eli. Was it you told me that like the the DM mentioned they like learned they were playing this that different morning game. or something different. Different game. game? Yeah. Okay, never mind.
2: He. I thought he said something similar like that. But yeah, he, I
0: thought so
1: too. Like he's was like yeah, I showed up and they told me I was running this.
3: Yeah, and that or like he learned it the night before. So, something like something, that. Yeah. Something. There's mm-hmm. something. And there's yeah. a lot of those at Gen Con, so you know.
0: Yeah. Understandable. That, that with that understanding I think he did a pretty good job of running a seven person yeah. game and explaining the system
2: so stealing stories for the devil is a three-act RPG the first act being you and your crew setting up this heist you are future people and you have to go back in time to steal a thing for a reason um and Save then the the, timeline. <laughs> the second act is you uh, sort of doing most of the heist or at least the the Preparatory stuff where you're actually there, but you know, getting into the place that ended up being our thing. is was like we have to get into the place, and then we got into the place that turned into Act Three, which like heightened tensions. Yeah, and the big off. climax, the big, the big, very the long climax. Um, this game I think would be really, really nice with four people.
3: Yeah, yes, a smaller table or just play Blades in the Dark. <laughs> Yeah, that was... That's the that's the problem, is Blades in the Dark exists in the same timeline. Yeah,
0: because it, ultimately it's, this ran into the problem that all heist games do, of, of our time that we had to play, about half of it was, hey, let's plan this, and then the yeah. DM would go, hey, that's a great idea, you also know that this, this, and this that invalidates that plan. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, that's a great idea, no.
0: Which... Is already like I I get for a con, he's and especially when he learned like that night or something, you're gonna be closer to on book and and try to stick to it. But yes, and (laughs) Uh, no, but
1: it doesn't, no, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel great to be told no over and over and over for like every idea that you have,
2: yeah, yeah. But also, like, it is seven people, which is probably more than they want Mm. throwing ideas at one person. Yeah, uh, And there's probably a very specific way that he's prepped for this heist to go in any sort of outlier. If he can't, like, swing it that way, then he's probably just going to say no. Um, which is, uh, is frustrating, but I can kind of understand that from a GM yeah. perspective. But yeah, we spent way too long prepping. Um, yeah, I
1: want to say it was like <sighs> 45 minutes or something of planning.
2: This is the one time where I kind of felt like our companions on the table were just trying very hard to make things more complex than they needed to be. Mm-hmm. That was the impression I got. But again, they they aren't in our friend group. We'd, we weren't necessarily that chilling together all too well. But we we eventually came up with ideas of what we we're going to do. Oh, what was everyone's
0: character? Oh fuck. I don't remember what it was called, but essentially there were there were four yeah, There were three, three
5: different three, paths, essentially yeah. plotters and
2: plotters, schemers and planners.
0: Planners, planners, yep. planners, planners, planners yeah. Um, so schemers planners schemers lied to people, planners lied to things, and plotters lied to time.
3: Yeah. Space. Time and space.
0: Yeah.
1: Sounds right, yeah.
3: I was a schemer, and then there's like two different things uh scion and uh whatever the other one was no
1: sleeper
3: sleeper that's the other one yeah i think i was a sleeper i was a sleeper schemer so i could i could lie to people pretty well and i never used like the big ability where i could like just kind of make someone like it was the my i had the jedi mind trick was my my big thing that i never sadly used
2: uh, I was also a schemer, and uh, the Scion version, which was being able to, like, read a person's surface-level thoughts. I don't think I ever really did that.
0: Yeah, I don't think that ever came up,
3: either. That's
2: yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The important part is lying to people.
0: Mm-hmm. I was a plotter, so I got to basically go, oh, this thing that's happening, no it didn't, because yesterday... This thing happened in a different way than you think it did, which is making what is happening now different. Um, or the way I was thinking about it, I'm going to grab this because this is a high system that's not Blades in the Dark. Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> a Blades in the Dark injection.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's three different flavors of probability control. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to yeah. explain. It. Vic, Vic what did you play?
1: Um, I was a planner. Okay, I don't remember which one. The sleeper. opposite one of Eli.
5: I was I was a scion, so you were a sleeper.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Sleeper. Uh, and I, re- I only remember uh, Delta Blue, because was, it's yeah. definitely not Delta Green, which is a different <laughs> RPG.
5: That, I honestly didn't think about that when I came up with the name. <laughs> nice. 100% did not think of that.
1: It, it took me until we walked past the Delta Green RPG to go, oh.
5: Nice
2: so we planned uh, the heist was um breaking into this hospital which was under lockdown because the prime minister of turkey's son had a tummy ache in texas in dallas texas
3: In <laughs>
2: it's quite the scenario and we, it was he was obviously casting a wide net because we were supposed to steal the black lotus you know the magic card that Magic the gathering people probably give a Assigned shit about or something. A <laughs> signed yeah. Black
3: Lotus by a guy who's probably important to Magic the Gathering. Ironically, this was the day after all those Magic cards were stolen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know he was talking about the card and I'm like, I have no idea what any of this is. If, I'm sure if, it's relevant, but If you um.
2: know one like the Black Lotus is like the example for the obscenely rare card that costs a lot of money. Yeah. Type if- of thing. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. It's just sort of like when you Basically, talk about tabletop, uh, how I play miniature games, you have to sort of reference 40k, because if anyone's going to have heard of anything, it's that one. Mm.
3: Yeah. Basically, until they did the whole one ring set with the Lord of the Rings set they just did, it was like the valuable magic card.
2: Signed by a guy who is probably like a probably designer or something. Designer
3: probably designer. Yeah. designer or artist one of those things
2: but anyways we eventually came to the idea we were gonna basically infiltrate the hospital in various
4: disguises
2: <laughs> and eli had oh i forgot to say it. guess anyone any guesses on the internet who i pl- decide to play who did i decide to pull out of my ass to play in this game yeah that's galicia uh <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, lying is in- integral to this this game. Well, let me just pull this liar out of me.
4: So also- I know time to-
1: travel, <laughs> and time travel.
2: Are you saying I could double up on lying to be extra good at lying? <laughs> I I was I was in fact extra good at lying. Um, I do like the the dice upgrading as sis- is- at- aspect System? to it. I don't I don't know if uh, other games do that or not. I'm there's but, a couple. I mean, the, the idea is like mechanic has been used. You have every like polyhedral dice in front of you, and like if you're good at something or you have to upgrade for some reason, you move to a dice with more faces on it. Um, so Gal was good at lying. Um, well, like what I think we else? We had good? a
5: bit more like a bit more heads up during character creation on what are things that will be helpful. Because it turns yeah. out I didn't use my astrophysics
0: at all. <laughs>
4: uh huh.
1: Yeah, there were a number of things that I did uh, not I use. Oh. I think
5: I would have much rather either got a different skill or doubled up on one instead of just. It's yeah.
2: It, it's the problem with like joining <coughs> a random game for one shot in in a convention. Just like, how much is this uh, particular one shot designed for brand new people that have no idea, and how much of this is designed for like a group of friends who maybe played the game once or twice, or at least a GM who's. Intimate with these players to know to throw these types of things at them. It's it's
4: mm-hmm.
2: like he could have been like, hey, you're probably not going to use those skills, but that would have been another like five ten minutes of people trying to optimize stuff.
4: Yeah, right.
5: Which you is still- why I think like the, in in stuff like this, it's a good idea to have some archetypes pre made for mm-hmm. that situation. Yeah, yeah. Like they do a decent job of that with the uh, the through the breach stuff.
2: Yeah. Um. The disguises. I got to play Gal again. That's so excited! And I, I've we, we've come up with new lore. Uh, besides the whole multiverse theory that he is a character that exists in all RPGs, sometimes multiple times. Hello, D anD D. Um, <laughs> I've also decided that every time I'm playing this character, we're just going to develop something new about his personality, uh, and that will stick to him, like with the uh edge of empires game we decided that he likes fucking blue people not all universes are going to have blue people the ones that do he's certainly going to uh pursue the the the, the blue people and in this one we have decided that he just off the fucking cuff he uh, he likes microwave burritos
3: frozen microwave burritos. Fro- frozen microwave burritos
2: uncooked <laughs> well he's gotta he's nukes them but they have to have been frozen right. at some point they cannot be fresh
3: it's oh, I thought I thought he still the wanted the, the like the frozen middle at least.
4: I mean, the that's crunchy... just how they cook.
3: Exactly, you get the the warm the warm overcooked shell and the crunchy beans.
1: <laughs> so,
2: someone suggested he par- take on a particular role. Uh, who was that person and what was that role?
5: That was me, and I said, you know, so one of the things is like <laughs> weird anomalies are happening. And like, one anomaly around this hospital was there is rain falling upwards. Yep. It was raining upside down. We're we're in Texas. Something like that is probably going to be perfect grounds for an exorcist to come in. So let's have Gal come in as a priest.
3: (laughs) That was quite the suggestion.
5: And just about every
2: time I turned on the the Galness, Eli was losing his shit. It
4: was amazing.
5: It was fantastic. Um is so, the best choice I made all day.
2: <laughs> and since uh, Vic was being uh, nonverbal, we decided to st- stick her in as his uh, lackey because he That's needs someone sense. to actually do, needs to he needs someone to actually do the actual fucking work while he is being gal being, a being gal. And that was like it up. really that was a really good team up.
3: I enjoyed that a lot.
2: Uh, what was everyone else doing? I was being
0: a fake electrician, okay
3: yeah and i was i mean I was in the same boat
2: um it was were you just sort of nebulous electricians i t people or was there like a specific group of electricians, a specific group of i t people
0: yeah the, we, phase one was i t people gets in, gets everybody's info into the computer, and causes i was with Roman a-
3: i we were the electricians,
0: yeah. And, and causes an issue with, like, the electrical, which is why you need to call in the electricians. Mm-hmm. The electricians go in and do their thing, and then, and we in an entirely different entrance, around. we have a priest. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was what? helping
3: steal no, vans, no, so, second yeah. RPG <laughs> involving vans for me.
2: Stupid people at the random church we knocked up, um... Knocked up? Yeah. Knocked over.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say knocked yes. up. I like
2: that. Part. Knocked
3: up the church. <laughs> uh, Whoops!
2: Ah uh, darn. Uh so Gala decided he was possessed by a demon. <laughs> I got everyone's attention, and Vic just uh, just waltzed in and took everything we needed,
3: including <laughs> the hearse. She's out,
1: including a hearse. They easily stole our hearse. <sighs>
2: Ah, uh, and the the wonderful thing about communications that everyone can not hear you talk it is just a oh no i'm i'm evil devil what right i'm cured bye guys
1: i have a dentist i i stole his phone you did steal his phone you did
2: steal his phone
1: <laughs> and then just very boldly got into the hearse in front of the church and drove off
2: yay that was us that's that doing our us. things so eventually we all got into the hospital. Um, that was, I feel like the the gal is usually like the, uh, so many checks. Jesus. So
1: many checks. Too many checks.
2: There was a a genuine problem of, hey, I've solved this conundrum you've put in front of me. And him going, okay, cool. Here's basically the same problem with a different uh, sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. so you're still in the same conundrum fix it again
5: convince the next person that you solved that problem yeah yeah
2: oh, okay so you convince the the, the 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 cop that you're not you're 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 not up to you're not up to no good you're just some guys but also the cop wants to see your ID now figure that problem out
4: that which I feel surf. like
5: is one of those things that we didn't explicitly say it ahead of time but like, that's something we could
3: assume, like us yeah, feels future, like this sort of thing. Future people would know, like
4: yeah, if time we had traveling no.
3: thieves would know to duplicate
5: have fake a driver's IDs.
4: license.
5: Yeah. The fact that my multi tool couldn't print out fake IDs was a weird thing because he was like, "You'll have a multi tool. We're not going to go into the specifics of what it can do. If you have an idea for what it can do later, as long as it's small, it makes sense. We'll do it." Yeah, I was like, "Can I do this?" No. Oh oh, boo um so so each
2: of our characters has like their own personal little goal thing it was it was nice i like that part of the creation. Mm-hmm. uh and mine was taking communication devices which is why i stole the phone which is good From uh, and vix kind of was the centerpiece for how we managed to pull off the heist i i think yeah, it, it was brilliant so why don't you go into that vickery
1: I just wanted to become a local cryptid-slash-legend-slash-story.
2: So we all got into the hospital, we're we're in Act 3, uh, and Vic is dressed as a nun.
1: Well, yeah, to be convincing, with the priest. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Uh and I eventually I could get up to the rooms where the kid is because I'm going to bless him as a Christian priest, probably blessing a non-Christian child. Which, a thankfully, child. we just kind of hand-waved that.
1: I was like, oh yeah, you're in Texas. Um, a Christian yeah, priest I mean, is gonna show up.
3: Yeah.
2: I <laughs> I think I, I waved at it, but it was like, oh, uh, they just, the the hospital just wants me to do this. I realize that's incredibly fucking awkward. Just let me up there, and I'll say I did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was the techie squad doing? Because the distraction squad got up there without much problem.
0: Once we were in, one of us, one of the other, the non-scoundrel players, uh, ended up like knocking out one of the Secret Service guard people and putting on their outfit. And kind of guiding us through the the wing as, oh yeah, these these are tech guys that are needed to fix a thing. And that got us into the the space where the card was while the kid was out doing, like, tests.
5: I will say, I, I forget the name, but, like, I guess we shouldn't say it on here anyway. But, like, the one guy was just, like, so down to knock someone out. Like, that was his, <laughs> like, yeah. thriving force. I want to knock someone the fuck out,
4: basically. Oh, and it's take like, it I love her, her out.
2: Oh, didn't didn't one of them like manage to uh, trank dart an entire squad yeah, of goons? He
3: threw a, yeah. a, a trank that was, in mine.
1: That was later, though. Or a grenade.
5: Oh, okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, that was later, though.
5: Okay, I'm so glad you're living your best life right now.
1: <laughs> your entire the rest reason of us, like, for being
5: avoid or like reason with or trick. Or, I mean, it's like I want to beat that shit out
3: of him. <laughs> take him down. You do
5: your thing, dude. Was, was that on his go- Was that was that his on his goals? Nope. Oh, okay. No, he just really wanted to knock he someone just out. Really wanted to. It was meet the same guy out. who like suggested like para- paragliding or parachuting in and knocking out the guards. He really like, wanted to like come <laughs> onto the roof side. To, he really wanted to cause unconsciousness. Commando squad, <laughs> let's go.
2: We we were more of an Ocean's Eleven. He was more of a Sam Fisher kind of guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good way to put it. But like Ocean's Eleven, if it's low budget, also high budget because none Is of it? us acted too terribly competently. <laughs>
1: Hmm. Isn't isn't that about the point where he told us that like yeah it's the size of a projector now?
3: Yep, yep, yeah, and,
0: and made of concrete.
3: Ten, ten of ten, well, first, hours later, first, it was just the size of the projector screen.
0: Yeah, because yeah, we
1: the, were like, oh well, we'll just fold it.
0: Yeah, because part of the the mechanic of this is since it's some kind of anomaly in time, he has like a number of different twists that he can play as like cards and. You've mm-hmm. just been like, okay, it's made of concrete and huge and 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 I was like, okay. Everything we start I like the idea, idea, idea as far as Yeah. I I like the idea as far as like time anomalies, but that's another one I feel like would play better in a group that knows each other better because yeah. you're gonna come up with less more off the wall things in a way that will fit your crew.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think.
2: Yeah. Oh, so do we have anything else we want to say before we get to my bullshit again? I, I <laughs> got that in the
4: vents. Yeah, yeah. Also, Oh, we I, yeah, I, I got,
3: yeah, I goofed the cameras so Vic could slide it into the vents. And I added a little, like, a frame or two of footage where it was like, oh, it's a Spooky ghost.
4: ghost.
3: Spooky creature in the vents. Oh. That, that was, was a... fun.
2: That was wonderful because that did nothing for our heist. You just used your powers to help Victoria achieve yeah. her goal, which... <laughs> yeah,
3: that was, like, the one thing I, I mean, really did. To I think be maybe fair, I lied to, like, one person.
1: To be fair, it did keep security from coming to check out the vents. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, the weird little glitch in the...
3: Spooky.
5: <laughs> have, we, have we talked about each of our characters, like, special goals?
2: Yeah, I, I did mine.
1: And mine, well, but you well, skipped over everyone else, Doug. I have
2: two. I had two, technically. One, stealing phones, and two, I have to make someone believe something that's utter bullshit. Like, a completely ridiculous thing. And I feel like I managed to convince an entire church of people that I was no longer possessed after, like, five minutes of an exorcism. <laughs> and while they tried to get me to stay, I told them I had a dentist appointment, and due to copay issues, I would be charged $300 if I didn't go. <laughs> So, you know, if I felt, if I felt the presence of the devil again, I'll come right back. But what was everyone else's goal? And
5: didn't you immediately pickpocket the priest and steal his phone? Yeah. Yep. Yes. yes.
0: I don't remember what mine was. I, kn- I know one of them was like, get hats. everybody out safe. Yeah. The, way, the was other one cool, was... hat.
1: cool hats. Yeah. Cool hat. That's what it was. Mm, yes.
0: And we Did ran you... across no one wearing hats.
2: You, um, you also had like steal something important. And you, because you're right right next to me, and you're, like, the second we steal the card, or, like, get our hands on the card that technically qualifies for your goal. Because we're also given, like, different little power-up cards. Mm, Yeah. 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 And the one I had, which was relatively strong, um, said that everyone at the table had to achieve their lone personal goal before I could use it, which was...
5: Kind of, kind of dumb. Felt like that was the. I felt the way it was worded. You could interpret it that way. I felt like it was a misinterpretation on the part of the DM. It I got felt to like that. if you and everyone else on the table felt like you achieved your goal, I thought it was like a. a, a it felt like a, It was an individual thing, but the rest of the table has to agree that it happened. Type I feel.
2: I'm interpreted as anyone because you could use these cards on friendly players. Uh, I interpreted it as you could use it on anyone, but that person had to have completed one of their goals. Anyways, um, so Vic got in the vents, was rattling around there, being a you, ghost.
1: You skipped over Nate and Eli's goals. Sorry. Uh, God damn it.
3: No, you're good. Mine was just—I went way too high concept, and mine was to outsmart death. Yeah. I was expecting like some kind of like death-defying situation.
2: I'm sorry, Gendrus. Will you ever forgive me?
3: Yes. Okay. I've already forgiven no. you. No. That's
5: understandable. <laughs> That's
2: reasonable. Eli. Uh,
5: my character's goal was to leave their leave their mark somewhere super cool or at least interesting, as was their thing for every job. And the one of the main reasons I chose the name Delta Blue is because my symbol was a blue triangle.
2: Yay. So, Greek letters.
5: And- <laughs> okay. So uh, doug
2: bullshit and then we can end this because i've realized we've been talking on this this rpg had a lot of steps and crunch to it and it was all of us so we've been talking about this more than like demon hunters and while demon hunters was a ton of fun it was also relatively smooth and light yeah um so so,
3: what for what for one the gm of that game like we knew had run this before because he was there last year and ran it for us didn't he played previously also
2: didn't he write this specific module
3: Yes he, he yeah. broke that specific <laughs> scenario like he is he is a very very uh, very familiar with that system
2: So sure. me, me understanding plot hooks and a drama in movies realized that you guys weren't just going to run into the card, grab it and leave uh, Someone was going to catch you at some point that was just going to happen because yeah it, it has to happen for the story to feel like it's cinematic. And so I was prepping for that basically this entire time, <laughs> which once we decided I was a pl- priest and Victoria was going to be the crypt, is like okay, priest versus cryptid. This is great. This is the premise we're going to use. So initially, some people showed up. I think it was like the mob mom and her yeah
4: yeah posse
2: of folks, and it's like you know what? Okay, Vic is going to be the evil nun ghost that's haunting this hospital and i'm just i'm just trying to purify it i'm just trying to do my job with the exorcism so i walk up with like a burning sensor and convince them to leave using one of my cards basically dictating that the mom is like super superstitious that's one step done but i also knew that there was other people and that wasn't enough and the dm was the kind of dm that wasn't going to let his plot twist go that easily, so I was also prepping for the next time you guys were going to get caught. Um, so you managed to figure out how to get this giant concrete magic card out of the hospital. What What was the shtick behind that?
3: I pulled out, like, a laser cutter mm. to, like, carve it into small pieces, even though we looked it up later and it would have weighed several times.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it was, like, we- 5,000 pounds? Yeah, yeah we, and then, we cut this ten by twelve concrete, four inch thick card into four pieces quarters, and put yeah. those in a stack on a gurney, like a reinforced gurney. Which, which
3: yeah, someone played a card to, or lied to the past to reinforce the gurney.
0: That yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then he accidentally is like, "Oh, the the father and son in the hospital walk in on you guys," and I had almost a yell hey i was specifically waiting for the show up give me my moment sir (laughs) my sec my third moment i required three moments thank you (laughs) sir my bit uh at this point Vic had to leave so i was running her character but it's fine because she definitely would have done the thing i suggested anyways Oh, oh
1: yeah of
2: course and she managed to swipe a blood bag in a hospital relatively easy to get a hold of and we decided that the second that the father and son showed up, uh, Mr. Priestman was going to be grabbed by the ghost and violently ripped through the vents, splattering blood everywhere to make everyone freak out about the murder ghost nun that's uh, haunting this <laughs> hospital. And that went over pretty well. I caused a big enough distraction to make everyone flee. And I guess you guys didn't do a whole ton before we just sort of called it at that point?
5: One more, like... Yeah, there's one
0: last avoid... big check. Oh, yeah, basically uh, rolled rolled into the, like, this one check will get you out of here and to where your, your time machine can pick you up. Because we were running fail, low on lose. time. Yeah.
5: That was so, it. oh, come on.
2: So the whole thing came down to one singular fucking roll. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which worked, because I had one no-actually-that-roll-works card left.
2: <laughs> I also think like the the dice upgrading thing got me to technically because of the lack of polyhedral dice would have been a d100 yeah
0: <laughs> you you upgraded enough something that it would have gone from
5: hundred yeah. because
2: because I was lying it went from like a d10 to a d12 because we were in the third act and then a d12 to a d20 because of something else and there's nothing really above d20 except for a d100
3: I mean <coughs> depends on what game you ask yeah also technically Especially someone there's... who just bought dcc rpg
2: also like there's technically every like face of dice out there but like yeah. as far as common dice goes but anyways yeah that was that uh i had a decent amount of fun it was fun it was fun yeah. um, it was a good
3: group activity yeah
2: yeah vic had to do a lot of sitting and waiting for people to shut up kind of a thing but anyways, we got together and did an RPG, unlike the night before. <laughs> what happened the rest of Saturday? Because we've been chatting about this one game for like
0: 15 minutes. Food happened Roman? for me after that.
5: Yeah. Roman and I did, uh, at separate games, uh, the Avatar RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried really hard to get Roman at our table, but he decided did- he liked the people he was with already.
0: Well, no, the the way this worked out is is Rob tried to buy out an entire session. Mm. And the way the the ticketing system for Gen Con worked is he missed, like, one ticket of it because he couldn't buy two for himself because somebody else had already gotten one for him. (laughs) But he ended up buying another ticket for another session at the same time with the idea of We'll go in a little early and be like, hey, does anybody want to jump over here so we can just have the whole table? Um, and when we initially got there, they were it was like, no, okay, cool. I'll go sit over here. And we had a false alarm where Eli was like, hey, come over. And I came over. And then they were like, nope, never mind. And at that point, we were getting into like character creation and actually developing stuff. So when Eli came over about 10 minutes later and was like, hey, we figured it out, I'm like, I already have half a character created, and I, I've met these people and know their names. So at this point, I don't want to like tear a hole in this little group. And it, it, was a fun, it was a fun one. So while I'm sad I didn't get to play with the rest of the group, I had, I had fun with the other three randos I was playing with. They were a good blend of crazy.
5: Yeah, I had I had fun with it. I'm glad I did it so I could learn uh, the rules, because I'm going to be doing that game with friends over here. Yeah, we also kind of this was this was a this is the guy I was talking about where he's like he ended up learning the rules the night before because mm. they told him the night before that the guy doing it canceled for I don't I don't know a reason. Uh. Um, but we also kind of like stopped the story really quickly. <laughs> Because it's like, we were supposed to like This was like Korra era We were fighting, a, someone was like poisoning the, um, the pro benders Blah blah blah, we find the person We were supposed to do a chase through the city And right when the chase is about to start Our earthbender just throws up a wall in front of him <laughs> <laughs> they, rolled, they rolled Really good and it's... had preparation Beforehand, they did took a turn to prepare Just woof, Earth wall it's, it's so And earthbender. he just sat there and just Beat the crap out of the guy Until he gave up one <laughs> It was, oh, it was good.
2: Nice. That's one of the best things about RPGs, though. Yeah.
3: Sometimes things go weird.
2: You're allowed yep. to go off script. Mm-hmm. What did we do, Vic?
1: Um, the reason I had to leave early is because I was running my own session of Memento Mori Saturday morning.
2: Memento Mori being the, t- the really the, the
1: breach. One shot, yeah.
2: It was the one they were really running. There was like one or two instances of Journey to the Moon, but okay. it was it was the primary one that was the one shot that they were intru- showing people the game to.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I made the mistake of setting up at the table that Adam had just vaca- vacated after Journey to the Moon. Um, session two of Journey to the Moon, which Megan and Sean were in. Um, and that was not the table that was on the <laughs> event tickets. <Oops. laughs> we figured it out we did um ended up with three very nice gentlemen in the session there may have been extra people that just wandered off because it took a while before we wrangled everybody and i'm really sorry if that was the case and you were supposed to be in my saturday morning memento mori
2: like the the guys that were waiting at the actual table didn't (laughs) mention any other people okay so, I was I was also there because Vic was planning on doing this after running through it herself the previous night. That didn't happen. So, to assuage her, I was like, "Hey, I'll help run it or I'll run it myself, one of the two. We ended up coming down coming up with a decision that Victoria would run it, I would just help with like cards and backstory and stuff and try my darnest to shut my fucking mouth. Which I did okay. I did okay.
1: You only got yelled we're at. We're proud once. of you. Yeah.
2: I got you yelled also, at. One.
1: You also brought me lunch, so yes, um.
3: that helps. <laughs>
2: Good. Yeah, since she was the one signed up to run it, I was like, okay, you know, what? we'll let you do that.
1: My my players, I feel really bad because I don't remember the other two. Um, they were very nice. One of them was brand new to the Malifaux universe, and the other one had played in two E. And then our third guy.
2: This is where I mildly lost it a little bit. Not not lost it, but. Um, you were we,
1: very excited. I could tell that you recognized him, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, who are you? Uh,
2: that's because I audibly gasped and looked at you. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, like, a somewhat, I don't want to say famous, but a, a person I follow on TikTok that's moderately well-known in the nerd part of TikTok, which isn't that big, his name is Dan McCurdy, Um Mostly, he's known for like Starfleet verses, where he basically just pisses off Warhammer fans. Oh
3: hell yeah! <laughs> nice. uh,
2: but also, he's actually a pastor, um, and so there's a bit of like, hey, not not all Christians, but in like a genuinely good way, like hey, ma- of the majority of Christians and Christians out there are pieces of garbage. Which, as a person who's just kind of fallen out of that sphere, it's still nice to see someone that's like denouncing the vast majority of america anyways i like the guy and i was just like it wasn't a star struck situation but i was just there like trying to make malifaux exciting
1: <laughs> you were visibly vibrating in your seat
2: i yeah yep
1: That's and adorable. he uh he had apparently played in 1.5 ah, so, old days. Ooh, yeah ooh, the old that. days Th- um, he had tr- he had tried it out, and he decided to come do Through the Breach. Um, so I hope I didn't embarrass myself too badly in front of Tic Tac Man. Um, I ended up having to go way off book for a lot of the things they wanted to do. So I was making up a lot of crap on the fly.
2: Nice. But, but you did, which is the good part.
1: We ended up having to adjust some of the target numbers because they were really, really high, hmm. um, and I didn't want to have to sit at a table of people who are failing and failing and failing.
2: <clears throat> so I initially started just ha- I, I I built everyone's twist deck because they didn't have they just had like five decks sitting there. And I realized mm-hmm. that it was going to be a big pain to do twist sticks unless I prepped it beforehand. So that's why I initially did. And then, for the most part, I was just there to add clarifications and talk about the lore stuff. Because Memento Mori, like most modules, is not specifically designed for brand new people to malefo. Uh, I'm we're let's we'll try to avoid spoilers for the most part, mm-hmm. but. Like, the the thing that Memento Moria is trying to convey is that if you are relatively new to Malifo and you don't have a bead on how the Neverborn are, if your character is relying on stereotypes, this is to break that saying, hey, the Neverborn are also sentient beings that you can talk to and not necessarily just fight.
0: Yeah, they're not just also,
2: slavering monsters.
1: Also, they're all individuals.
2: And I feel like Mental Mori does that really well, but if you're very new to Malivo or Through the Bridge or both, and you don't even know who the Neverborn are, that's going to be extremely confusing, and you're not going to get the the gist of what the one-shot is trying to give you. So I was trying not to ramble too much, but on occasion trying to fill people in on like, hey, this is probably what your character knows. This is how they might react. This is how the universe go. And for the most part, I still sat on the side and let Victoria run things. You know me, though. I like to talk On like, once or twice. I did step in when I shouldn't have. And uh, for the most part, I realized I was doing it wrong and shut my fucking mouth. Victoria had to <laughs> yell at me once. but
1: I, I didn't even yell at you. It was another player. It uh, was okay. one of the players. He was just like, hey, she's the GM. Let her GM. Um, but... It had pre-gen characters, which was nice. And buff- so they didn't have, like, a bunch of skills that they couldn't use. They all chose human characters. Um, there was a choice of a neverborn and an undead in that list as well. But they all went once living humans. So Lame. some of the stuff, some of the stuff that would have been flipped, they kind of had to skip because they didn't have it twisted in their party.
2: Um... So, anyone that ever runs games in Gen Con, especially for new people that are trying to... Uh, you're trying to entice people to play this game. Saying no is very, very, very dangerous. Yep. Um, and what's also dangerous is having them fail too many things. So, while the one-shot is set up for, like, hey, you've got this party of people that are dedicated to playing through the breach, they can deal with a little bit of failure... Victoria did a good job of generating workarounds and reducing numbers and stuff to pretty much let them do what they wanted to for the most part with a few setbacks, which is a sign of a good GM. Yes. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. Genuinely, you did a great job, Hun, and um, really the only thing that was tripping you up was the fact that these people aren't familiar with the universe, and I (laughs) tried to compartmentalize
1: stuff. Yeah. Oh, and also, they went, like, way off book right at the beginning. Because, nice. like, you're supposed to be talking to people at this funeral. They did not want to do that. So I'm sitting here like, oh, um... So when exactly do I have the guy... Thankfully, one of the players was like, oh, I want to check out that door, and that was perfect. But, like, in a situation where it's like, yeah, you're supposed to mingle, and they refuse... <laughs>
2: i the the I think the issue of that is that we let them decide if they were like brand new to being a party or if they were people that knew each other and they choose chose completely brand new, so there wasn't the party dynamic of them knowing each other to sort of move things along
1: yeah it it ended up being fine, but it was also just like right at the beginning, and I'm panicking um,
2: um so let's not keep roaming up oh. too late. we can move on, yeah. I think. Uh, the one thing I do want to say is that the the nice thing about through the breach is a good portion of it is dedicated to figuring out combat, but not all of it is dedicated to figuring out combat. In this particular group, uh, one thing, two things I really liked about them: they did a pretty good job role playing and just fitting into these pre made characters that they were handed or they chose.
1: I thought they and, did great. Honestly. yeah,
2: and two, they circumvented all combat opportunities.
1: Nice. Yeah. Thank goodness, because I hate running combat. But they took the opportunities to not bite things which was
2: nice very
0: cool very very cool
2: so cool okay that was memento mori for us on a saturday i don't i don't remember saturday evening but well, it was dinner hot right? pot yeah,
3: yeah we hot had pot. Hot uh, pot, which is very good
2: oh my god we almost lost our table sorry like um
5: i i was dropped off early too because this place doesn't take reservations I was like, I'm just gonna see if we get a spot. They're like, in 30 minutes. My like, cool. 15 minutes later, they're like, your table's ready. Where's your party?
1: Uh <laughs> yeah. May 30. My party's probably still in the shower.
3: Yeah, it was a bit of scrambling to get there as soon as possible.
4: Yeah.
2: We got there. We, well, we got there enjoyed some fucking hot pot which was really was delicious so oh, a although lot I, pot, pot. although I'm going to choose a different broth next time I like spicy stuff but the szechuan broth eventually just became the only flavor I was tasting ah. with different textures like at uh, the
1: end I was so full of dumplings and crab and it was so good it was so it good
4: was amazing.
2: and our our kitty drink server robot was such a highlight mhm uh
5: and then afterwards Small thing just for me. Uh, a couple of us went to an ice cream place, and I got to eat an ice cream and a donut sandwich, and it was spectacular. Oh, uh, it was a lot. It was it was a donut cut in half with a big old fucking scoop of blackberry cheesecake ice cream put in the middle, and it was mm. amazing. And it just oh. it. that sound.
3: Uh, oh my god!
5: The how ca- looked.
2: I have no idea how you could eat anything after going there.
4: Um, my ice cream stomach. <laughs> yeah, the, the second ice spot. cream
2: stomach. i <laughs> uh, being said, I would very much like to try the um, barbecue aspect of that. I think yeah. that's what we should do next year. I, that, I or, that Or both. I'm okay with both. Mm-hmm. That was my, my annual moment of like, oh my god, I'm amongst friends. This is mildly emotional for me. It, I took a nice picture of the folks and then had a good cry in the bathroom. Oh,
3: Oh, buddy.
2: Oh, well, it's was a good thing. Like I've I've talked about my personal life several times on this podcast, and I did not have a, a terribly great social aspect of my childhood, and so just having friends, having friends present, sometimes just gets to me. So that that was that. It was a good, it was a good cry.
3: Yeah, it was it was good to be together with everybody for, for yeah! yeah.
1: And then driving back to the hotel, you showed me the thing with the caption and made me cry. Um, yeah.
3: Good job, yeah. guys. <laughs> Sunday is a day of the week. What do we do on Sunday? Nothing important, right?
2: Absolutely nothing nothing important. Me, realizing that weird... I feel like by mistake only gave me one volunteer shirt, and the one volunteer shirt I had smelled like hot pot.
0: (laughs) There (laughs) are worse things to smell like on day four of Gen Con.
1: Yeah, like you could have just gone smelling like hot pot. (laughs) Nobody would have complained.
2: We had a bit of an event on Sunday. The Sunday events... Nothing special, just our event.
0: Yeah. Our, our event.
2: event. The Bonanza Brawl. Woo! Woo. Hooray. Everyone was Buttergang except for me. I forgot the shirt. I'm sorry. Oh
1: How dare you?
0: I was highly amused by the fact that you told us all this in the kitchen that morning by saying, I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so uh Doug the
2: Dugs, the two t- two of the three Dougs ran the Bonanza Brawl events. Um, Same rules as before. Uh, again, I'm we. Got, I'm gonna get on everyone's a case. We're going to do the expansion. It'll be ready by good things happen next year. I swear. But it was still a ton of fucking fun. What did everyone yeah. play?
3: I played two rounds of Cervantes, and he was delightful. <laughs> honestly, he did, he did I, really I, well. I enjoyed Cervantes into this. He wasn't like mind-blowingly amazing, but he did well.
1: He was solid. Yeah.
0: Roman. I played A Humble Sorrow. Uh-huh. Eli. Uh, first round,
5: I played the new and improved uh, Tuco on Roman's recommendation, and uh, realized that that was a bad idea to listen to Roman, because he will sabotage <laughs> you in ways that oh, seem like good ideas. <laughs> um, and then the next game, I played as, uh, well, I should have gone with the first time, Bad Juju, who was very good. Yeah, Bad
3: Juju's pretty good. For Bonanza all.
2: Vickery dickory duck.
1: I played Archie.
4: Archie
2: First round was fine and it was all of us at the same table because we wanted to be at the same table. Well, I, I was running things, I wasn't playing.
0: No, <clears throat> and a couple- no you're you're no. thinking uh the masquerade. the masquerade. Oh yeah. My bad. Um Yeah. Nate was I over was, at the other table. Uh Vic was too. Was yeah, it was me and
3: Nate. me and Victoria yeah. were at one table with um. Yeah. Uh, John, John Haas was playing his Gorio at our table. John, John Haas.
1: He had a That'd count for six how or many seven. <laughs> yeah.
2: We've made John Haas a meme, so that's good. Oh, no, I was at the Nate and Victoria table. That's why yeah. I was confused. Yeah. 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 Okay. You,
3: you were at our table. Uh, John Haas was playing a Gorio. Uh, there was the, the one dude was playing Gracie. We had Gracie at our table. We
1: had, a, we had Gracie. Um, and... I, I audibly complained when he, when he
3: said he was playing Gracie.
2: We we all we all kind of groaned.
3: Shame the Gracie. I've got I've got pictures. I can I can look at pictures. Just of
2: just because we retired Gracie doesn't mean everyone else I, retired Gracie. Uh,
3: Shame oh, um, Gracie. it was, someone was, it was there was there was an Elijah Borkman, and yeah. then we had the one guy who showed up later, and he was playing the rail on.
1: Yes, it was a playful complaint. Okay.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Gracie got. And it's it. okay because Gracie didn't win. Gracie yeah. got bodied a bit. Yeah, we kind of bullied Gracie at
0: me. But what did Gracie get?
3: Gracie did get a Gatling gun. I- yeah!
2: I audibly screamed when I... Because I like looking at the cards before I hand them to people. It's it's fine, it doesn't hurt anything, but I'm just, like, yeah. wanting to know the shenanigans before everyone else. It's, like, a... It's a thing. And I flipped the goddamn Gatling gun. And I was like, No! No! Every time that fucking so pig good. gets the Gatling gun. <laughs> it's hey, it's canon. I'm, it's a canon I'm just saying.
0: That. 4E, weird. Whenever we get there, give Title Gracie, Gracie a with gun. a Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah. Wow,
2: that sculpt would be so much fucking fun. Iconic Gracie.
5: Iconic can-
0: Gracie with Gatling
5: gun. <laughs> uh oh, I want so- to see like fucking um Bert like riding on her back with the <laughs> just <this> black thing, <laughs> thing with gun. <him>. Hell yes. <laughs> How great I'd, would
2: that be? I'd be perfectly honest with like a Burt Gracie combination card next year to make That'd them one dumb. model.
3: Yeah. Burt and Gracie, yeah. Yeah, again, yeah. a title. <laughs> Do a title mode.
2: It'd be, it'd be the, why don't we make it the official Bayou Rider?
3: Yes. Ooh, 11 stones. Go. It's Gracie with a Gatling gun and Burt.
5: <laughs> 100%.
3: That
2: perfect to perfection. All right. So, what happened on your guys' table? The sorrow and uh, Tuco. Tuco. Yeah.
0: So we also had uh, our friends Cole and Trisha there. Uh, they were playing uh, Harris J Five and Oh God, what was Trisha playing? Mel. Auntie, she, yeah, Auntie, auntie Mel. Mal. And so the three of myself and the two of them were all around one of the the treasure piles. And Eli, you had, who was over there? A Dr. Grimwell.
5: There was a Grimwell and there was the Sun Wukong.
0: Sun Wukong was the other one over there. Um, So I spent the first couple rounds just kind of staying out of Cole and Trisha's way. Because they were just (laughs) beating on each other. I got a couple of free points off of one of them because of Life Leech. And everyone was more expensive than me. But then before the other one activated, they had already been hurt. But mostly that, that game, I was just trying to stay out of the way as much as possible until we realized that Sun Wukong is real good in in Bonanza Brawl. Uh, that bonus action of move and drop a scheme marker by itself is, mmm, chef's kiss. And that was uh, a new friend we made, uh, Danielle. She was very cool about it. Great great player during the game. Uh, wasn't being a pain about her or anything. Um... But yeah, it was just zipping all over the board, uh, and and eventually we were like, "Oh crap! You have like ten more points than anybody else. We should probably actually bother you at all." <laughs> um, we should
1: stop letting you cook. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a theme. Yep.
1: Yeah, it was a theme in our game too.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's what happened on my side. Uh, oh, the 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 sorrow lasted until turn four before dying. And I want to say, the entire reason for this is the first upgrade I got was hard to kill. Shortly after that, I got Regen, huh. and shortly after that, I picked up Slippery off of either Cole or Trisha's corpse.
1: <laughs> Goodness.
0: Yeah. If not for that, the the there would have been death much earlier. But <laughs> that little five stone sorrow was just yeah. I don't want to go down. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh Elo, what was happening on your side of the table? I don't uh, remember half, as well.
5: I had to I had to start. Like I was like the first person that had to go, so I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hit somebody to do something, so I'm gonna start beef with uh Grimwell because that seems thematic for Tuco. Which was unfortunate because I probably should have started the fight against Sun way earlier if I'd known. Um But uh uh I forget I forget who's playing Grimwell, but Holy fuck, could he flip movement duels. <laughs> I had that motherfucker staggered for like three turns, and he was still flipping higher than my 13 move duels that I was putting on with the dynamite. Holy oh. Damn. Constantly just flipping above it. And I was like, why? Stop. <laughs> All right, you, you have three movement. You're going to have to get a 10 or higher to to not hit. Here's an 11.
4: Motherfuck. <laughs>
0: So who won on that table? That was that was that was Sun Sun Wukong yeah, Sun won Wukong. by like I think we trimmed it down to like seven point lead. It was it was still sizable. Um. Yeah. No. That that was really good. Uh, I was second uh, just because sorrow nonsense. Sorrow nonsense. Um, and uh, that led to myself and Vic on the leaders table along John with. Huff with John Haas, John uh, and Haas. Daniel again with Sun Wukong. Who else was on there with us? Oh, uh, there's that. Nate was there, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Cervantes, Cervantes was there.
0: Cervantes. Yes.
3: Cervantes!
2: Yes. And, uh, okay, so and this is me going into my apology spiel. <laughs> so we had five people, and I know the, like, sweet spot is six, and I've... I thought I would play. I would just would not accept any sort of placement. I thought I would play. And then we like immediately found or like figured out that, oh, hey, the, the top placement thing is actually like a decent chunk of store credit. <laughs> so I did bring it up with everyone and everyone was uh, okay with placement, like first, second, third, getting the store credit. Um, I still sort of kind of feel like I should have just stepped away from that point, but I played uh, and I played the correct choice. Originally was going to do a Mecha Arachnid, because uh, they seemed like they'd be pretty good, but not completely abusive. While well, they're armored, they're still, like, six wounds or five wounds, so they're killable. But instead I went with a Steam Arachnid Swarm, mostly, well, originally it was partially because I felt like the Mecha Arachnid might not be too terribly great because you're applying precise to whatever melee attacks you're picking up off the stack, but also, it was partially because I was afraid to pull Roman's megaracten off his magnetic <laughs> basis.
0: <laughs> they're glued on; they're real good. They'll be fine. <sighs> okay,
2: so I grabbed a swarm. So I played a swarm. So top table was a swarm. It was Archie? It was Goria. It was Sun Wukong. A a sorrow, and Cervantes. and Cervantes, and, Cervantes. Uh, and and that ended up being like technically the correct choice for me in that i did, got to play kingmaker other people can talk about how that game went my first turn was like fuck you roman i'm gonna kill you
0: <laughs> yeah the, the sorrow did not get all of the defensive cards this time and died much earlier the first time and yeah i i i was annoying more than anything i felt this game
2: for, for the first two turns i flipped first activation um, and we'll get to the rules changes we got and how great they were. But um, Roman deployed after me, and the sorrows thing is if you activate within spitting distance of the sorrow, you take a point of damage, and Roman gets points. Yeah. And so the second he told me that, I was like, You. Fuck
0: you. you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I-, I garnered Doug Aggro.
2: <laughs> so um, I got some good flips on that. Uh, I don't know that that was turned to by... Where I got around to, like, attacking you, but once I got my revenge, I was just around to cause bullshit. Uh, how did everyone else do? Roman, well, let's start with Roman. What, what did the sorrow do, all game?
0: I uh, know I grabbed... I, after I came back um, from from the Arachnid murder, um, I was very glad that we had made the rules change of if you are not first, like in first place and you redeploy, you immediately get an upgrade off the stack. That felt like just much better. Uh, it felt like you were already in the game. Not like you had to make the choice of, well, do I affect the game or do I go get an upgrade? Um, but like, I, I think after that I picked up like one other upgrade. Cause I was just like, eh, I got, I got to move. I got to do stuff. But mostly I was just like, I can ping you with stunned, or I can, like, <laughs> I know there was a point where, where uh, Nate with Cervantes was like, I can't get over there to get to Sun Wukong. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ping you for stunned, which is going to move you two inches. Can you do that then? <laughs> the problem is I still have stunned. Yeah, I know. That was the problem.
2: <laughs> you, you you provided a good speed bump to Sun at the, at later in the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I I did end up stunning Sun, and when Sun doesn't have that bonus action, the dropping ski markers for free is less good because you can't do it as a bonus action. The other, honestly though, I think the the thing that turned the tide as far as what I did on that game is I went and two of her ski markers were like next to each other, so I got into base contact with them and picked up both of them, and that shut down a lot of her uh, like passive points getting.
2: What did Cervantes do?
3: Well, I mostly went around just kind of spearing people, I guess.
2: <laughs> you were you initially <laughs> tried to bully me.
3: Yeah. And that didn't work out very well. Well, that's because I picked up the
2: Twitchy upgrade.
3: Yeah. Um, and then I went and I I, I stabbed John Haas off the table, because I pulled a red Joker. <laughs> so I just popped the Gorio for like, uh, six damage on a charge and then hit him again and got him off the table. And then he respawned with a Gatling gun and just was Gatling gun ghost for the rest of the game, which was <laughs> quite choice. I like that, honestly. Yeah, uh, the, the the kind of frustrating bit on this table for Cervantes was that the way they changed his his like primary trigger on his melee attack is really useless against incorporeal models because that extra point of damage doesn't work. Because <laughs> it's damage from an attack, so it just goes down to zero. And the other option for that trigger is stunned, and there's a sorrow on the table. <laughs> I did for some reason, with it, though, which felt good.
0: Yeah, no, that was funny.
3: Uh, so we I had I had a number of, of bad matchups for Cervantes. So I was just kind of doing my best and stabbing things. Roman Roman thrives on
5: being like this is just a fun silly game. It's about having fun and doing fun things, and then spending every waking moment thinking about how to make it a miserable experience for all the other people on the board.
0: No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, know, I don't think this. of I I don't uh, think of how to make it a miserable experience. I try to find a little weird puzzle to do so that I have just how I, this mini game everyone's
5: day. I, 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 I hope found this, it
1: very entertaining. Thank you, I'm glad. Because
2: you were not in his fucking aura. No, I
1: wasn't. <laughs> I was never in his aura. Ro- so, Archie I was that,
3: in a different postal
1: I code. D- Archie was on the other side of the table.
2: I don't mean this like insulting, I don't think that Roman's going to take his assault, but I'm just going to say, Roman enjoys being a little shit goblin for Bonanza Brawl. <laughs> yes.
0: I am, uh, yes, I am a shit goblin for Bonanza Brawl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which is fine, unless you get caught in his crosshairs and you're a revenge-type person like I am. But that's fine, because I only killed you once. Yeah. And I decided after that to go after, to do, do Kingmaker shit. Uh, before that, what did Archie do?
1: Um, Archie got attacked on the first turn by the Gorio, which took him down to half health. And then Damn. he stayed at half health for the rest of the game. <laughs> because the Gorio decided to fuck off. Because um, he didn't want to like be in punching range. And then Certainly I got to wisdom cook. in that. <laughs> then I got to cook for a while. Um, Archie ended up with a gun. Yep. Like the pale gun. the pale rifle, and yep. then also a chain spear.
0: Yep. Just over here collecting all the writer attacks.
1: <laughs> and then like one other thing, which I don't remember. I don't think it was that great. Um, so yeah, he he got his toys and dropped a ski marker and then effed off so he could, like, passively gain points. Um, I realized at a certain point that Sun Wukong was collecting considerably more passive points than I was, so I went and murdered him.
3: <laughs> you know, good. I don't kick that monkey's ass!
1: <laughs> <laughs> From a distance, actually. Archie shot a gun really good. Um, oh yeah,
3: you were shooting Sun Wukong with a gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was
1: shooting Sun Wukong with a gun, and then I hit the him with a The fucking pale spear.
3: rifle.
4: Yep,
1: And then I hit him with a spear when I got closer. Um, picked up two of his upgrades, so then I was passively gaining two more points every single round, and apparently everyone else was too afraid to come
3: near me. Um, I was just too slow to come near you. <laughs> everyone
2: everyone was too slow to come everyone near you.
3: Everyone was too slow to come near me. Because
2: like, once um, you picked up those two upgrades, you were gone.
3: Yep. Yeah. The Gorio respawned that with the Gatling gun on the other side of the table, which just Gatling gunning people. I was, like, slowly trying to creep to a relevant position on my fucking snail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Archie did kind of fuck off to the far corner. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's...
2: That, that's just kind of how Bonanza Brawl is. It's really a lot of luck-type stuff, because if other people spawned next to you, there might have been a different outcome of the game.
4: Mm.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> And then, of course, the luck with Doug picking up, uh... The P-Upgrade! The P-Upgrade.
2: Well, let me talk about the Swarm now. Uh, so me, knowing that I cannot win, is just going to do... Well, after I'm done revengencing Roman, (laughs) um, just going to cause shenanigans and go after the person on top, which for three of the five rounds was Sun Wukong. Uh, at one point, I think Sun Wukong had six scoring up, uh... Ski markers? Yep. Yeah. Um, but me, being lucky, I guess, pulled the Black Joker, which either allows me to... What, no, no, I pulled the Red Joker, in Red fact. Red Joker, yeah. Red Joker, which most people will take the, hey, you can use soul stones, and here's a cache of soul stones. But since uh, that's good for me, like, surviving and possibly winning, I went with the other option, which gives me both False Claim and Mark Territory. Which is the sole action, piss. spider piss, uh, which pretty much <laughs> did kingmaker for Victoria because I managed to pick up, th- remove three ski markers of Sun Wukong's with the bonus action, as well as like on the last turn using your you're coming with me or whatever it is to put Sun Wukong in the no score zone mm-hmm. of being too close to the yep. um,
1: treasure. Path. And yeah.
2: like we, we, I I checked the math and there was like no way I could get to Archie because mm-hmm. uh, for like a short period of time archie was like on top like it was a case of like i think that was after you killed sun because yeah. the the minus right. three put you on top for all of like half of rounds and yeah. so i was like okay technically i'd be going after archie but archie is going to take almost two full activations to get to um so i stuck around and oh Sun's back on top, so we'll just go after Sun. So, because of the piss upgrade, because of people spawning in a certain spot, and also because of good gameplay from Victoria, she was our winner. Congratulations! Yeah.
3: And because I couldn't fl- kill Roman, he got in third. Yep, <laughs> I legit with probably would. I would have had third if I'd been able to kill Roman that one turn.
2: With Danielle in, in second, with Sun Wukong. Yep,
3: and that's a so, good model for this scenario.
0: Yes, uh, I would and say it's I- better than Gracie. <laughs>
1: And I did offer yeah. to give her my prize, and she declined. So, cool.
0: Like I'd- I, I personally thought it was very cool that Vic won this year, considering <laughs> last year I, 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 as Gracie on the last action of both games that we played, beat you by one point both times, and I felt like
4: because it you was died, fun, but I felt bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, you romanced at her twice. <laughs> So yeah, the the fact that you won this year, I just I, I felt really good about that for you. I was like, that is well deserved. You've been waiting a year for this,
2: <laughs> and now is tradition. We are retiring yep. Archie.
1: I am retiring Archie. Victor- her Victoria's
2: her is retiring Archie. Nice.
1: An answer,
2: well I, play. I challenged her to play an aggressive play style next year because she she likes being the I'm going to pick a bunch of stuff and then run away with my ten stone beater.
1: I like to bake. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I'm challenging her to be more aggressive, more fighting next year. It's up to her if she does it. But, Eli, how did your game go?
5: My game went interesting. Uh, I played uh, Bad Juju for the second game, and it was the first game of uh, Bonanza Brawl where I didn't die at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Turns out, unless people really focus at you,
3: Bad Juju doesn't die.
5: (laughs) I pop up in, in there, and then I immediately get Gracie to one side, and the rail golem to the other side. It's like, oh, cool, I'm surrounded by two armor, two models, with bad juju. I I have min three damage, but I'm only doing one damage each, each hit. Um, so what ended up happening is the metal golem walked away, uh, but then uh, Doug brought in uh, the... Other Doug. Uh, a mauler, a Slateridge mauler, other Doug.
0: Yeah, Doug, Doug um, was going to play, me, didn't so I, have models, and asked, I was like, I have models in my bag, here's Boris, go. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he got near me, so I punched him, so he went off and started fighting someone else. Um, and then me and Gracie were just sat there next to each other for like three turns, because neither one of us was willing to spend the actions to disengage. Until we both finally understood that the other person wanted to disengage, <laughs> we don't want to be next sweat. to each other. Yeah. Neither one of us wants this. Where us go? Doing this. <laughs> so turn turn three, uh, he he went off, and so I'd gathered up like, uh, four upgrades at that point. So like turn turn four, I got like four points all of a sudden. So I was at seven, and then the next turn, I. I uh, ambushed into the spot to grab an upgrade and then charged at uh, Borgman to kill him and netted myself another eight points in one turn. Whoa. And it's how I won suddenly.
3: Yay! <laughs> Let's go! Job. Yay! So That's, what have
2: we learned?
5: That's right. are actually fun?
2: That's right. Don't listen to Roman when he suggests a model Don't for you. Don't listen
5: to Roman. Don't listen to Roman. <laughs> Don't listen to Roman, roman doesn't actually want you to have a good time
1: maybe also talk to your talk to your opponent and be like "Hey, i I
5: would i don't want to maybe believe you except that i've already learned not to listen to you sorry
0: (laughs) that's up to you
2: so okay so we had podium with archie and then sun wukong and then the lowly sorrow which is also my favorite part i really like seeing the weaker models do well in Bonanza Brawl that just confirms that this is available and doable and winnable for a wide a array of models. <laughs> a five stone model. A five stone uh, model.
4: <clears throat>
2: but we had some real changes to Bonanza Brawl. Oh my god, they were so good! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were. Some uh, There was a decent amount of clarification type stuff for like oh because when i gave the rules to weird they they changed a bit of it and some of it i didn't realize they had changed until i went and reread the rules but like putting the markers down before people deploy is kind of important um but the big things are the really the big thing was initiative is no longer flipped yeah and- that made it go so much faster. Admittedly, we were on tables of five, six people versus eight last year, but I feel like it would still have been significant. It would have been more significant with an eight-man table, but yeah. just, I grabbed some uh, flashcards for kindergartners that just have numbers <laughs> zero through nine on them, and doing an appropriate number of them, just dealing that out to players, great. And also... Yeah. I I also, we decided that giving people the markers that represent their upgrades right away, as opposed to after they die, also made things go faster. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because then they can just drop them, yeah. Yeah,
4: because we
2: went went from pushing the three-hour mark for a single round to beating an hour and a half with six people. That is huge.
5: It It was real good. Uh, fun little factoid: If uh, you're playing Malifo, you might have a handy device that has cards with numbers on it called a deck. So you don't have to get special flashcards for that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm just being a
3: jerk. No, yeah, I, I know. Flashcards were good because the
5: they numbers were, were yeah.
3: large.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and they it were. It was
3: very, very clear. Black you could and white. look from yeah. anywhere on the table and go, "Ah, there is number one. You are the first player." It, it made it. It was very clear.
1: As long as you don't hide. Your card underneath your other cards.
5: Sorry. Yes, that's something we could add with the uh (laughs) the the new bonus deck is just a set of like up to eight. Oh, like numbers with like if we could get someone to do like a fancy little like fancy art with a big number in the middle of it, it could be a fun idea. Is all I'm saying. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Worth worth considering.
2: Yeah, I accidentally covered up my initiative card twice, and. Uh, I think that was like the first two rounds or something. So we're like, "Where is number one? Where did that go?" And then I had to redeal because I'm dumb.
4: <coughs>
2: <laughs> so so that was that uh, was a ton of fun. Bonanza Brawl is always a ton of fun. Uh, Vic got podium. Congratulations, Vic! Yay. Yay. Yay! And then the rest of the con was us oh, rushing uh, to uh, buy. Oh uh, 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 Nate, uh,
3: Nate? 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 We did. We did painting for 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 Bonanza Brawl. Yes. Yes. And 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 Mr. Mr. Mr Mr. Doug Mr. Doug Mr. Doug Bowman was like, Hey, this Cervantes looks pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. And I Yay. got best painted with Cervantes. I, was very proud. Yay. I
4: Yay.
2: abstained from very good feedback. I abstained from judging because uh, Vic had a model in there and I felt like I could maybe Judge uh, objectively my friends, but I'm just not going to touch that with my own wife. So we let Doug Bowman reasonable.
3: Do yes, no. well, but yeah, but yeah, and then work. yeah, we 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 talked to him afterwards and got some good feedback, which was nice. It's always nice to get feedback from an experienced, very experienced painter, <laughs> for sure.
4: Pasta. And then
1: post bonanza brawl, um, we did a really quick run through of the dealer's room because we had no free time this con should be able to do that Uh, and also we had to go get all of our uh, store credit from weird because that's how it works when you get store credit from weird you have to spend it before breakdown
5: it was weird this year I had like fewer events than I've ever had since like my first gen con and I felt like I had less time for the uh, less time for food trucks and for exhibitor hall than I've ever had before I don't know
3: why honestly that was weird Mm Hmm
4: like this
5: gen con felt very short to me compared to previous years and i don't know i think it's because we didn't have as many late things Mm -hmm. that's yeah yeah. so like instead of having stuff in the morning free time during the day stuff at night it was stuff in the morning stuff in the evening go home yeah
4: yeah
2: it's because we're old yeah
5: i'm assuming it was more coincidence that we just had early stuff than anything (laughs) I
2: I th- honestly was probably the the least stressful Gen Con I've been to, and it yeah. might possibly because of that. I think we all had relatively reasonable schedules. Yeah. Um,
1: I yeah. am never going to cram four events into one day ever again. Yeah,
4: yeah fuck don't, don't, don't
2: that do that.
1: There. <laughs> uh, that was not great.
2: Yeah, max max three. At least running one of them is especially draining, and then also dancing. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Vic and I ran to the booth, got all of our uh, uh, volunteer stuff uh, with a price tag over $500 that we spent slightly over $100 on because of vo- volunteer monies. So I've got a, f- a few of the Miss Models. A few boxes. A few yeah, of the Miss Models. A uh, also grabbed a Death's Head Moth for Vic, stuffed one, not a not a live one. Yeah, and the ma. Deadly Dowagers <laughs> board game. It's so exciting to play. I just need to find people to do it. It's it's a game about poisoning your husband.
1: We should invite my mom. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Then we did teardown with uh the the squad, Sans Nate, and then um we got the invite to go to dinner. We had dinner with with the weird folks, which was nice yeah. at the 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 Spaghetti Factory. With the with with the haunted bathroom.
0: Yep. Very haunted.
2: Um anything else we want to guess say about Gen Con? Well,
0: I, I don't recommend moving the day after Gen Con, but we managed it what? for Eli.
3: <laughs> I mean it was convenient.
0: Say. Yeah. It, was tiring, it worked out. convenient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you, you guys left after we got the got the truck all closed up and I was just like, I'm going to lay down and not move.
4: <laughs> Reasonable.
3: Yeah. Uh, I got hit with the post Gen Con tire the next day when I'm just like, same. Yeah.
2: <sighs> I, I didn't really experience that. Hmm. Which is good because I was driving.
3: Yeah. yeah. I did. No, I'm, I'm, which was fine hit. because you were driving. I'm glad it didn't hit me while I was driving Eli's U Haul. Yeah, that's, I'm glad that's I, good. I'm glad that's... it hit me on Tuesday yeah. when I'm at work, not really doing anything. Um.
2: so gen con recap real quick then we close it out and Roman go to sleep because it's late for him now it's only him because the rest of us are in CST the superior time zone
3: we've, we've returned oh, Eli agreed. to the real time zone <laughs> the correct
2: time zone <laughs> okay so uh, I had a blast the hotel was weirdly fucking awful Um, not the worst thing but just awful and watching Victoria mildly kill herself over doing cosplay was was somewhat worrying, but she got everything done, which is amazing. Um, had a whole ton of fun finally getting RPGs with you guys! Two different yeah. RPGs! Yeah. Yes, it was going on, <laughs> whole And another to come, yes! A whole, whole ton of fun. I look forward to doing that next year. Um, The only issue is, again, eight player tables is is a bit much. In general. But yeah, that was and also a very successful, I feel, Bonanza Brawl. Again, play Bonanza Brawl, come play Bonanza Brawl. And I still need to email Weird about possibly piecemealing that out into like daily events daily versus events. a whole tournament. But I'll do that. Okay, Roman, how did your Gen Con go?
0: It went great. It's always a blast to see all of you. Uh this was definitely of the years I've had people like come out for Gen Con. This was the one I felt the most prepared for. Like I was not Rushing around trying to get stuff cleaned up, like as everybody was arriving, and uh, I had the the food uh, better timed out, so I wasn't like freaking out of like, okay, the meat's gonna rest. I gotta throw this on the grill, and da da da. Like I, I had that much better down. I felt it, it was very chill comparatively, and that was very nice. Nate's, yeah, it was good.
2: Eli. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I had a lot of
5: fun. Um I am going to seriously buckle down and get uh, cosplay done for next year because yeah. seeing you I'm gonna, three I'm gonna have Paul ready. See you three all dressed up. I was st- honestly super jealous. Like you looked so fucking cool and I've wanted to. I was the, just disappointed in cool myself.
2: <laughs> like I think I look good at Lynch, but Jesus Christ, Victoria, that Molly cosplay is perfect. Yeah, it's
1: insane.
5: It was so good. Yeah.
1: I've got changes I need to make. Uh oh, right. Y'all. Just just
2: just enjoy the compliment, god damn it.
1: No, I'm talking about like for wearability. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Victoria, go how did Gen Con go for you?
1: Um, opposite of Roman, uh, this was the least prepared for Gen Con I've ever felt. Even that one year where we weren't sure we were going to be able to go until the month before. Um just yeah. because I had so much cosplay on my plate and anime Iowa was the weekend before.
2: Whew. Not just Anime Iowa. You were c- building a magical girl cosplay, which is fucking hard mode. Two,
1: two magical girl cosplays. Sorry, two magical girl um, cosplays. Well, two and a half, because I did Allie's accessories. Yeah, and mag- magical girls are not easy, so they are now banned.
3: <laughs> uh, fair.
1: Esther will have to pick something else next year. Um, But yeah, uh, I was working Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday to complete the stuff before Friday. <coughs> um, and even then, I was up until like 2 in the morning finishing stuff Thursday. And then we still had to fix stuff Friday. Um, so I clearly need to plan that out better. Um, but Gen Con itself really fun if really tiring I think this is the most events I've ever done at a Gen Con and I need to cut back slightly
2: I need to do more No, no, you no, are don't.
1: free to do that I just won't be with you
2: that's fine no I, I feel like I wouldn't get nearly as much enjoyment out if I wasn't with you guys uh, what else was I gonna I was gonna say something mildly profound well probably not it's me alright that's a good Gen Con recap from the scoundrels. Oh, I remember what it was. This has really, really kind of revamped my excitement to do Malifaux stuff. That happens every year. Not that big of a surprise. But um, getting through some uh, assembly stuff, I've just finished the Nightmare Box. Got to publish that. And I'm excited to do more episodes or Steam Powered Scoundrels, and to talk to some people that said they want to do interviews. But, anyways, I think that's a good Gen Con recap. And I don't want to have anything else they want to say before we just call it good. I gotta stop hitting this it's fucking good. thing behind me. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Then, <laughs> sound off. All right, I've been your host, Douglas Scoundrels of the Steam Powered Scoundrels, and with me are the other. Goons, the vanilla goons The base model goons (laughs) The core box goons The the all-reliables
0: That is Roman I am now the scoundrel's sole Scout to the future
3: Nate I'm not that thing that Roman just said (laughs) (laughs) Eli I look at the past And see all of my regrets
2: And Victoria
1: Hi, I would be a totem Cool
3: But like a kick ass huggy huggy totem. Huggy totem. Wicked, (laughs) useful totem. Yeah. At least a sovereign. Sovereign.
2: At least (laughs) a sovereign. All right. Thank you, listeners, for listening, because that is your job. Check us at the mail. And as I always say, fun is always king. Enjoy your Malafoe wherever games you play. And thank you for listening. Uh, goodbye.
4: Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five
4: Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin MacLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.